Hey, welcome back to God's Glory and Men's Real Stories. I am your host, Robert Moore III, and I'm excited that you would join us today for another great episode. If you're new to this community, I want you to know that you matter here and your story matters, no matter what chapter you're in. So today, I want you to sit back with a community that cares about you and hopes that you feel God's love as well as see God's glory in men's real stories. So it's exciting to sit down with people I know, but honestly, nothing excites me like sitting down with people I haven't had the opportunity to get to know beforehand. Because what it does, is it reminds me of those relationships that I realize are built through stories and conversations. So a few weeks ago, when I was looking at some of the community groups uh, within my church, I saw a brother who did multiple men's groups whose focus was on things like building kingdom men, as well as dealing with like porn addictions and the truths behind it. So, you know, I had to invite him down to share his story and understand how he's helping men in the church body. So I want to welcome Jamal Stewart Cook to the episode. What's going on, brother? What's up, man? How you I, doing, bro? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm excited to be here, to be honest with you. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's like I said, it's exciting to sit down with people who I, I haven't had previous relationships with. Um, knowing their story already, because now, just as much as this is a surprise to my guests and my audience is listening, I get the surprise factor of like, whoa, get out of here. Like, and this dude over here, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yo, we all going to get something. We're all going to receive from this episode at the same time. When they listen to it, when I'm sitting here across from you, right. it's just going to be a blessing. And I'm looking forward to like really getting to know you. So, you know, what? I'm going to start off by giving you an opportunity to just introduce yourself to my audience. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see where to start, man. Uh, your boy, Jamal, is what I like to, uh, how I reference myself, right? Your boy, okay. Jamal. Anyway, <laughs> um, nah, man. Uh, married uh, now for 24 years, bro. Okay. Um, three children. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. 25th is going to be the turnout, by the way. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, three children and one grandchild, bro. So, yeah, uh, 46 years wow. old, man. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we're moving right along. So what's the, what's the age ages of your so, kids? So let's see. The oldest is 26. Uh, that's my uh, daughter. Okay. Uh, son is 22. Okay. And then the youngest is 16. There's a, there's a girl. Gotcha. And so, nice. yeah, it's, it's the nice. first two, man, we were trying to, like, like build the family. And then the third one is just what they call God's Abrahamic miracle. <laughs> <laughs> so true so yeah. true so true they don't always look at it that way but it it, it very much is that way it, it it is either a miracle a blessing it's a miracle or a blessing but one way or another no matter how other people want to describe it it's like yo listen to me you play a huge role in this family so my wife always says that she completed the family but man let me tell you something i was good with the boy and the girl and then i was like Sprinkle some of that on that. Just sprinkle a little bit. Of go ahead, yeah. go ahead, keep the party going. We're gonna we're gonna add one more to the mix. Yeah. Let's keep the party going. It, it is what it is, man. I, I she, she's a lot like me. Okay, and okay. I was not prepared for that. Wow. Yeah, she's 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 something. You know what? I can. You know what? Okay, so that's that's funny. You said she was a lot like me, but I wasn't prepared for that because I recognize that normally. When when people face themselves Ooh. outside of themselves. Ooh. It starts to tell you who you are, yeah. even when you didn't want to address that. There's a lot of so she looks, and I mean looks exactly like my mother. Oh, okay. Now I mother, have that one too, dude. She looks so like everybody sees it. Every all my cousins, all my mom's sisters, everybody they see it. So you know, like may she rest in peace. By the way, like when she was around, oh, they was like. 
she that was her girl. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it's crazy, man, that you you get this wake up call one day and you're like, oh, I'm looking in the mirror, the embodiment of me and female version. Right. What am I supposed to do with this? Because <laughs> I don't want to stifle it because you like you like everything you, about you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, man, I, I can't I can't pull back on it. But man, she's a lot. Right. Right. Personality wise, like just everything. And none of it has slowed down. Right. 16 years old and none of it has slowed down, bro. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. That's it's amazing. crazy. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So so what got you into the space that you're in uh um you know with with you know just just wanting to create space or create groups for men? Like 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 what put you in that space? Man, I so if if I could if I could give it to you as raw as possible. Okay. I didn't want to be here. Let's just be Okay. Number one, you know right. what? All right, so okay. Let's just thank you for just just saying that because so many people think that some people choose these spaces no. where it's like, man, I couldn't wait to 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 be able to preach or, or say stuff to people, and and it's like, eh. that ain't my ministry, bro. Okay, I'm telling you that right now, dog. Like if 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 I could have lived life not being here, mm-hmm. I'd have been I've been very happy. The way that I got here, I don't wish on no one. Okay, mm. I don't wish on not a single person. Okay. But the work that I do, I recognize the importance of the work that I do. Mm. Okay. So just so that we're clear, I run a men's e group for Elevation Church. There he is. Yep. Okay. Uh uh the the men's e group um is on uh Tuesdays we have a ball, man. It's all online. Okay. Right? So we do we do Zoom for our stuff, right? Then on Thursday, I have what I consider my AA meeting. Okay. Okay. That's my AA meeting and it's for porn addicts. Okay. Okay. But I want to be clear. I was formally diagnosed as a sex addict. Okay. And that sex addiction over time turned into a porn addiction. So how do we get there? Mm. Well, we're gonna have a good conversation today. Well, listen here. I don't know if you if you came for this, but this is here we here we are and 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 and, and we about to we about, okay. So, and and I love how when people say things it's like, well, I don't have to figure out what my next question is. We can just kind of like roll into like 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 your story, how how you got here and what what led you to where you didn't want to be because I like how you said that that I didn't necessarily want to be here, no, no. but but there's always something some someone yeah. who calls us into spaces that we don't feel either um we don't feel like we're supposed to be in that space mm-hmm. because we don't have the qualifications mm-hmm. we don't feel like we're enough for yeah. those people to be able to pour into them because mm-hmm. we're still a mess ourselves mm-hmm. and so i've learned that that's in those spaces that's where god's like no 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 you're perfect because <laughs> see in the space you're in right now yeah if if you weren't in that space, you wouldn't truly be effect as effective as 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 I know you are right now Absolutely. because of what you've either gone through mm-hmm. or what you're currently going through, uh, dude. So let me just say that for many years, um, I was able to eloquently speak to people in a different way than what they were normally used to uh, young black men at least where i'm from san diego california they would speak and so from what i've always been told people have had a high favor favorability of me when it comes to what they think i can do Mm. or what they think i could bring to the table 
Okay. My mom, something that my mom, she let me know this, right? But in the background, I was suffering. Mm. Okay. So as a uh, young man, mom, dad, do do the doo wop, have me. <laughs> right, <laughs> okay? right. Right. And then um they uh do the doo wop again and have my brother. He's three years younger than me. Okay. At my my brother was six months old when my parents split. Okay. okay. I was three at the time. So three and a half, six months. My dad, who was originally from Memphis, Tennessee, um, decided that uh he didn't need to do anything with me or my brother. Now, I'm telling you this story as someone who has the revisionist history and has done the work to get the healing, Mm -hmm. right? But at the time, what I didn't know is that there was a huge hole in my heart Mm -hmm. with my daddy not being there. From everything that I was told, my dad, me, when uh, I first was born, my dad used to take me everywhere with him. Basketball, court, shopping, everywhere, everywhere. I was his right-hand man. Mm -hmm. So there was a connection there that I have with this man. Now, I don't know it. I'm a baby. Mm -hmm. But I'm building a connection with this dude. Well, he's gone now. And so for the next nine years, it's just me, my brother, and my mom in that hole in my heart. Mm. You catch what I'm saying? Yeah. So, So now... My mom, she remarries to a really good dude. By the way, my my he's my father. I call him my dad. Okay. Okay. My stepdad, however you want to look at, it. but that's my that's my guy. Right. Okay. He is one of the best men I've ever met. Seriously. He takes on two boys. <laughs> mm. Right? Yeah. Single mom, two boys, right? But he ain't Bobby Stewart. You catch what I'm saying? Okay. So he can only feel so much of a gap. Right. Because I still have this longing for. Your biological. Okay. So now, as someone who has a hole and you don't know that you have a hole, you start acting up. Mm-hmm. Start getting a little rowdy. You have a really bad attitude. I had a horrible attitude. Horrible attitude. Especially when it came to sports. I was I was pretty gifted as a as a youth played a lot of baseball was pretty good at baseball right Right. but whenever i lost bro you would have thought that somebody like just clocked me in the face so hold on let's 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 (laughs) let's, hold on so let's pause there just for a quick second okay so i like how you expressed it like because of the whole it created a really bad attitude now Mm -hmm. a lot of times people people are diagnosed with this thing where it's like, yeah, he's a great athlete, mm-hmm. but he just has a bad attitude sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But see, nobody actually unpacks a story of the attitude. They just think <laughs> that it's, it's, it's a flaw of where he's from or what uh, they, they, they never look at the story from a standpoint of like, Okay, let's process where that attitude came from. Or they oh, call it competitive. Uh, oh, uh, yes, like a, yeah, yeah, yep, competitive you know, edge. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. just that's just he's getting that from other athletes he's watched. Mm-hmm. He he picks that. A lot of people try to say they you pick it up from TV because of what you've seen other athletes act like. But what I've learned is that a lot of times it's there's a story behind every little thing that's that that that's showcased in a person yeah, and i don't care if you're like 15 or if you're 45 yeah. there there's a story behind ever every little thing that that you're showcasing to people so no i'm going to let you keep going but nah, I, I just I had to it. point that out because I, I recognize that so many people are quick to just like write people off without understanding where those little those little weird 
those things that they like to say, well, he's going to be a menace or he's never going to amount to anything without truly understanding what's happened or where that may be coming from. Even if that kid doesn't know where it's coming from, because in most cases at our ages, we didn't know where these things were coming from. We just we it was something that was it was I tell people it was our hurt and our anger having a tantrum mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. hurt that we didn't quite know how to put words to. It was having a full on tantrum yeah, yeah. and it was showcased in your attitude and different things. And, and, and like I say, a lot of times we don't know how to say, well, yeah, no, this is coming because I I'm, I'm angry because of this, bro. I have cousins right now to this day. I'm 46 <laughs> years old. I have cousins right now that will not play um, like board games with me. Mm. Okay, that's how bad my attitude is. I think those are my cousins too. I know. Like a bad attitude, bro. Like really bad, right? So, so as a like I said about this time, I'm twelve, maybe fourteen years old, and I'm like, I need something, and I don't know what it is, but I need something, and I'm starting to like really feel the the ladies. At fourteen years old, <laughs> right? I'm I'm like really feeling the ladies, and I'm in junior high school, and you know, <laughs> you, you yeah, see them, yeah, yeah. yeah I, they, mean, like, I mean, it was it was it was not hard to see them, and yeah, they they stood you, out, they, and they, they had your full attention, yeah, yeah <laughs> sir. And so, like about this time, also. I, I say, remember um, back in the day, you used to have those cable boxes and you could go to like Skinamax, but you couldn't see it. Like I have all the squiggly lines, but you yo. thought you were going to see something though? Yo, <laughs> yo, 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 yo get out of here, bro. I don't want to talk about that, all right? I'm saying, like so. I've tried to forget about those those moments. I didn't do that. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Hey, man, I was King Skinamax, bro. Like I was like, if you just hit it in the middle, right? Like you, could, you know what I'm saying? If you <laughs> might be able to catch something on the sc- oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah. that's enough that's a, that's enough, that was bro. enough yeah yeah so yeah. and I was trying to catch all of it and it was like oh this is exciting to me mm. like this is really like peaking my interest right mm-hmm. so as things get going and my and I'm getting older and I'm starting to feel the ladies and they're letting me touch them they're letting me touch mm. them right like I'm like yo like this is the thing but my mom she's like heavy duty Christian dog Mm-hmm. Right, and so my mama's rebuking everything. She's like blocking it better than Bruce Lee, right? You know what I'm saying? And so, <laughs> like, I had to like really like sneak around and stuff. Now I ain't have sex at this point, but I'm like like really heavy into these ladies, right? Right. I still got this hole. Mm-hmm. I don't know about. I don't know about this hole. Right. I feel, but I feel this need for something. When I was 16 years old, I'm I'm you know got my own car. And uh, I actually have a pager. I don't know if you. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know yeah, if you yeah. I mean, you, yeah. hey, look, we, we definitely grew up in the same era. The pager, that was what everybody's, the, the pager and the sidekick, yeah. I think, was the thing. Yeah, so I got this pager, man, and I get this number, and I'm like, who is this number? So I call it uh, back, and it's like, uh, Jamal. And I'm like, yeah, who this? It's like, this is Bobby Stewart, the show dad. <laughs> oh. Wow. Excuse me? Like, like, I'm going to back up just a little bit. When I was 12 years old, my dad came around the 4th of July, stayed two weeks, and then bounced again. The reason why he came, I've come to find out, is because he was trying to get my mom back. But my mom was already engaged, about to be married. So that was dead and bounced. So I seen my, I remember, mm. last saw my dad when I was three. Right. 
He showed up for two weeks trying to get my mom back when I was 12. And now I'm 16 years old. And this dude is like, mm. hey, it's your daddy. And I'm like, well, where are you at? Come to find out, bro. He's literally living down the street from the church that I attended. Okay. Wow. Okay. 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 All right. Whew. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to let you just go there because I, <laughs> now I got, I got a lot of questions, yeah. but no, I just, I'm going to let you tell the story. He's, he's, he's living wow. So I'm like, I need to come and see you. But in my mind, the reason why I needed to come see him is so I could punch him in his face mm. because how dare you, bro? Like, I, why don't you care about me? So I mean, how at this point, how how old is this? Is this is this 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 hole in your heart? Oh man, this is what thirteen years. Thirteen so, years, so yeah. I'm, I'm so so at least so at least ten years old. At least ten year old hole. Yeah, at least right. So I go over there and I'm I call my mom and was like, this is what happened. Go. Bro, she pages me. My mom never pages me. She pages me. I'm like, what does she page me for? I pull over. She says, I need you to stop moving right now because I know you have a lot of emotion going through you. Mm-hmm. And I, sure enough, I was shaking. I mean, I was, had the jitters, bro. And she's like, let me talk to your dad first. So I give her the number. She calls, talks to him. 30 minutes later, she calls me back and says, okay, you can go over there now. To this day, I don't know what she said. Hmm. Okay. So I go over there and I see him. My dad's 6'4, skinny as a whip. Hmm. All right. And he wasn't looking healthy. All right. Mm. And the only thing I could ask him is, why didn't you never come back for me? And you know what he said? Sometimes you just got to figure things out for yourself. <laughs> what the hell is that, dog? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So that so, just ain't gonna cut it, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean? So like now, like this dude who I really wanted to punch in the mouth because I was so angry, but I was so happy that he was here, but I was so angry, and I got mm-hmm. all these mixed up emotions. Yeah, it's just I guess, out of the blue. Yeah, right. So come to find out, my man was actually staying with a lady who I knew who was in my life, who I would see every Sunday. He was staying with her family, the, bro. To the hey man. To this day, I got feelings about it, right? Wow. So whatever, whatever, cool. It is what it is, right? Why she held, you know what? Sometimes people got to stay in their own business and maybe that's what she felt she had to do. Cool, all right? So I saw him maybe for another two weeks and then he just kind of went back home to Memphis, Tennessee. Wow. So I now I kept up with his mother, my grandmother, and I would visit her and talk to her and I found out that uh, he had went home and got married to some young girl who had a son who I think just needed him for his benefits because he was in the Navy and um, he just there was just nothing there Mm. so 18 years old and I go to uh, my parents Uh, take me and my brother and a little bit of my family to the Virgin Islands for a graduation gift. Okay. I get a phone call from, well, my mom gets a phone call from my cousin who has just been informed that my dad is dead. Mm. So at 18 years old, I've seen this man three times. 
No, no questions answered at all. And now I'm getting the news that he's dead. And it broke me as if I had saw him every day of my life. Mm. Okay. Broke me, bro. Now, during that time, my mother's grandmother was dying as well. So I have this dude who I wanted to be in my life who was dying. And this lady who was one of the best people I've ever known is dying. Right. Mm. So I have all this loss and I have all this emotion. Right. And nowhere to go. Right. Now it's time for me to go to college. <laughs> oh, wow. It's time for me to go to school. All right. And so I end up at A&T from San Diego because I wanted to be an engineer and I wanted to go to the best School for black engineers. By the way, Aggie Pride, everybody. Uh, so, you know what I mean? Like, right, it's just. We're going to go ahead and turn them cameras off now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So, it is what it is, right? <laughs> and, and, and now, now I, I just want to be clear. I have this hole. Right. I, I was, look, I was just about to get back to like, okay, so wait, the yeah. hole's still there. It's Matter of fact, it's, it's probably at this point, it's probably. A lot bigger, even though you would think, okay, it's the same hole. No, because now the hole has been created, but all the all, everything, it probably in your mind that could resolve that hole, that it's could gone. fix that hole, is gone. It's gone, dog. And 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 so to, gr- okay, yeah, I'm I'm just gonna slow down. <laughs> I'm gonna, you, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you get back to it because I I'm I am sitting over here like whoa. So so this is what's important to know is that like anything that somebody is dealing with, you learn to live with it, right? Mm-hmm. So survive with you, it. You surviving, right? Yeah. All right, and sure enough, I figured it out. I, I obviously. As you get older, you learn to control your emotions. You don't have as many temper tantrums, right? Mm-hmm. But it's still there. Right. Okay. Go to school. First day on campus, I see this girl. <laughs> I was like, oh my I, God. Hold on. Let's just let's just let's just go ahead and encompass something. <laughs> he said the first day on campus, going to A and T, he yeah, saw this girl. this girl. So as if so so like I know I've had guests on here before that that broke down the the ratio mm-hmm. at A and T. So mm-hmm. no, he saw a bunch of girls. Bunch of girls. He saw a bunch yes. of girls because the ratio of women and I can't I don't know what it was then, but one, I only ten, ten to one. Ten to one. Ten to one. Ten women to every one man. Yes. Yeah, he saw a girl. He he definitely saw a girl. But here's here's the okay. thing. <laughs> I saw the girl. In my eye. She was the girl. The girl. The girl. All right. I love I love, I love how you she, said the girl because everybody has that story of the, the girl. girl. All right. <laughs> so I'm I'm telling you, um, by day three, and this is no lie, by day three, we was kicking it every day. Mm. All right, because I wasn't going to let this one slip. Okay. Right? So, man, boom. We together all the time. Everything is good. I'm, I'm not really going to class because a freshman in college playing baseball at A&T. Yeah. 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 Say yeah, less. Yeah, yeah. Say okay. less. Everybody that's in college, they're like, hey, yeah, that sounds about <laughs> right. Okay, so hold on real quick. Oh, okay, you know what? We'll, we'll come back to that. Keep on going. And, and by the way, I'm going for an engineering degree, but- I hate engineering. 
Mm. So I'm like, ah, oh, man, I gotta find something else to do because I don't, I don't like this get down right now. So, so listen, what that, if nothing else, what that should tell all of you that are that are headed off to college, <laughs> considering college, know that 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 you you don't feel bad if you get to college and realize <laughs> that what you want to major in, what you thought you wanted to do, it may not still. I, I, I think because I think I went through the same thing, and we, which is why they normally give you these two years to try to figure it out, you know. Uh, and, and they say, well, you don't have to choose a major right off, right off. You, yeah. you, all of y'all are going to take the same classes, right? Mm-hmm. But but if you wait, you know, maybe you'll get an idea of what you want to do. And because I didn't, I don't think I knew what I wanted to do in my first two years, and then eventually I was like, well, you know what? I had this little love for for computers, mm-hmm. and so you know, maybe mm-hmm. I'll turn that into a to a degree. But no, no, I, I, I love it. I'm glad you pointed that Bro, out. The first the first semester was intro to engineering, and I. I realized in oh, class wow. number one, I was <laughs> like, oh, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. So, yeah. So, I mean, I went, I'm not lying, probably through seven majors before I settled on business management. Okay. All right. Right. But that's a whole nother story. Let's yeah. get back yeah, to Yeah. Let's get back to this story. We this back the, to yeah. We want girl, this one. Right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Girl. Okay. So, mess around and I'm like, you know, we're together all the time, chilling, whatever. And, um, School year is over. Now, at the time, we have phones, but really, if you want to contact somebody, you're sending letters, bro. Oh, okay. Okay. You're you're sending letters. (laughs) She's from Teaneck, New Jersey. I'm from San Diego, California. You couldn't pick two ends of the country to be further away from, bro. Yeah. So, you know, I'm messing around. and, 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 And mind you, I love, I love this girl, right? I love this girl. But, you know, I'm back at home. It's the summer. I got biddies. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I do my summer thing. Uh, she does her thing. Come back together. And we agree. Whatever happened over the summer is dead. Oh, wow. Wow. We we agree. Wow. Whatever <laughs> happens over the summer is dead. We are 100% committed to each other. We're not playing. Let's not worry games. about that. That's We're going to scratch that and keep it moving. Hey, I, didn't hold I don't it. even want to talk about it. Dog. I don't want to hear about yours. You don't have to tell me about yours. I didn't hold it against her. She didn't hold it against me. We going forward. Got it. Boom. Right? Got it. So we're all the way in, or so I thought. So uh, one day, um, uh, <laughs> uh, I think I was walking to the library. And the homegirl is like, hey, um, you and Cream are still together? And I said, yeah? Why you ask that? And she was like, oh, because I saw her at the mall with this dude. And I was like, okay. Now, I wanna, I'm, I'm building somewhere because this speaks to the whole. Okay. Oh, yeah, it does. Because, already, because, I'm already feeling it. I'm, I'm feeling anxiety right now yeah. just as you tell the story because it's like, oh, don't. Not you too. Dude, I have trust issues as is. Yes. And I don't let nobody into my heart because here's the thing. My heart, my dad broke my heart. And, and on and can, might I add this? Please. On top of breaking your heart, there's there there may have been this thing called abandonment that you felt Absolutely. strongly about. Absolutely. On top of the broken heart. Absolutely. Because, so, because you know, I, I've learned that, that a broken heart is can it can encapsulate a lot of things? Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like okay, well, what what is what is that in what does that encompass? What is that? What is what, what are you heartbroken from? Yeah. How does it feel? What, yeah. what how would you describe it? Yeah. And 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 so as you break them down, you know, with with me having a similar story mm-hmm. of like okay, father, not there in my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it created this thing of this void of like 
I felt abandoned. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. if I can do anything about it, I going forward, I'm going to make sure that people don't abandon me. So I'm going to do things to keep people from abandoning me. All right. So, (laughs) so I'm slowly but surely introducing you to the 80 20 rule. Oh, okay. 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 Slowly but surely. My man's got an 80 20 rule. I'm excited. I'm I'm excited. But surely introducing. So, man, I mess around and I, I, she comes back. And I see her getting out the car with this dude mm. back on campus. Oh my goodness, that's true. And I'm, man, I, I, dude, I'm livid. And I listen, listen. Everybody who knows me know I'm loose with my tongue. All right, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a cusser. I'm a sailor in okay. that manner. Okay. Okay. But boy, that day. I ain't never let loose the way I let loose because I was your boy was hurt. I was hurt. And, 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 and I'm sure it was hurt on top of old hurt that you've been carrying. So guess what? You know, actually, I'd save this cussing out for my dad. Mm-hmm. But guess what? You getting it. You getting, you getting it getting today. It. Yeah. On so, top of what you was yeah, going to get. Yeah, man. So right. like, I, I let it. I let it fly. Now, mind you, this was a week before my birthday that mm. this happened. So. Boom! I'm like, I'm done with you. I don't want to like lose my lose my life, like everything. I'm done with you. Mm-hmm. So I go back to the room. She, my roommate, let her in the room. I'm like, why are you letting this chick in the room? I don't want to see her. Boom, 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 whatever. Decide that I would uh, let her treat me for my birthday because she really wanted. She was like, please just let me take you out for your birthday. Cool. Went to my birthday thing, and that was it. I was done with her, bro. Because right. I couldn't trust her. Right. Right. But the hole in my heart. Mm. So I was like, this is the second time that I've had since like serious heartbreak. And it was at that moment that I was like, never again will I give anybody my whole heart. Mm. Okay. I'm 20, 20 years old. And I'm saying as a 20 year old, never again. Will I give somebody my whole heart so you can get 80% of me, but that 20 is my reserve. That Mm. way, that way, when you break me, I won't be all the way broken. Right. Okay. And and that's, that's that's what's crazy is that you 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 gave him eighty like like I'm sure there's men like bro when he I when he didn't give him eighty yeah. eighty is actually too much yeah. because it's hard to come back with twenty percent that's a struggle that's like a cell phone when it hits twenty percent and you like hey I got to find a charger like he, he, most of us we panic the second it hits red mm-hmm. and hits that twenty percent mm-hmm. but no mm-hmm. I that's that's so so I I just want to throw a a quick PSA to parents. Okay. Quick PSA, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not speaking to no camera. I'm speaking to you. Right. Through, right? Right. Um, I understand that life is hard. Mm -hmm. I really do. You have children on this earth. You be in their life. Because what you're creating is a whole bunch of 80, 20 kids. Mm. Okay. And Mm. it shows up in different ways. But what you don't want is your actions to put your kid at a disadvantage that they don't even know is coming. Mm. Okay. 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 So, so yeah, I was, I was about to say, man, okay. 
Okay, on this journey I've been on, where, first of all, I 100% agree with what you just said. Like, like, and 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 I wish there was a way to enforce that, because there are so many parents, and I don't want to just 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 feel like like put this putting this on men. You know, there there are women, there are mothers as well, mm-hmm. who, because of their own hole in their heart. However, they got it. Mm-hmm. They either didn't feel like they were worthy enough to be a parent. They didn't feel like they would. They were good enough to be a parent. They didn't feel like they would succeed at it. I mean, there's so many different things, and I'm not trying to make excuses for them, but because I'm I, I, I have been on the other end of it, mm-hmm. but I've realized that in in order to start to shrink that hole that I had. Man, this was hard. So I'm not even gonna sit here in front and act like, oh yeah, just forgave and mm-hmm. like forget. You know, um, I told a guy that said here one time. I said, man, yo, forgiving is not something that you may find yourself doing one time. You may find yourself having to forgive, <laughs> and then you think about it and forgive, right? And then you see a picture and, and forgive, forgive, yeah. And you're forgiving like over and over again because it, it's not that. You're doing it, as I've told people, for for them. Mm-hmm. You're doing it because every time you forgive, you're causing that hole to shrink because what you just saw, what you just experienced, is cause is wanting to expand it, and 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 the forgiving part is for you. Yep. Because it's 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 to allow you to release, to grow, and grow. Yes. From what happened to you. Yes. But. I know that that just sounds like, oh, yeah, let's just do. And it's not as easy as it sounds mm-hmm. because the rage is a lot stronger. It's real. Than, than, than the, than the, the release. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, that, yeah. Hey. Bro, hey. you you speaking, you speaking. Hey. My, man, I, it's crazy how I sit here and I just <laughs> I, I, I have to listen to people tell me my story. I this this some people think this podcasting job is easy in this situation. <laughs> but listening to my story on the other end, it's 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 like I'm sitting over here forgiving. Yeah, yeah. Because I I I I've been there and I know what that feels like. Yeah, man. So like literally now now I just I do want to back up just a little bit. Okay. As a youth, I've always been in church. Matter of fact, I was so in church that I was um, the youth fellowship uh, president. I was the youth choir uh, president. I was the youth choir vice president. I was junior brotherhood president. I was, dude, I was churched. Yeah, okay. okay. All right, you was in there. I was in there. (laughs) All right, so I I, I want to, to, to lay that groundwork for later. Okay, okay. All right, so back to who used to be the one. And as she's broken my heart and I've put up this 80, 20 rule life started sucking because I wasn't willing to open myself up to the possibility of being hurt. I was just kind of lonely. Right. And I met a couple people and, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I just wanted them for the, their body could give me. Right, right. But but I bet it was was it even harder? Not harder. Was it? It was probably hard to even make friends with men. So what's funny is I I had a guy um, who went to high school with me in San Diego who ended up going to A and T as well. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time 
Um, I had moved out of the dorms. Me and him were still we're still buddies, right? Mm-hmm. Me and we had moved out, and it was pretty much just that was my guy, and he was like pretty much the only dude. But he was doing his thing, like he's living his life and do, doing it the way that he needs to do it, right? Mm-hmm. So we're kind of on different spectrums at that point, right? So really, it was just me mm-hmm. in Greensboro, North Carolina, away from my family, depressed. Now. When I, in my junior year in high school, I had a girlfriend, um, and um, my rule in high school was you can only Jamal can only date uh, somebody for one year because you're going places and you don't want anything to stop you from going places. So I would always find a reason to break up with somebody after a year, <laughs> right? So you can be in control of, yeah, of, yeah, of, the, of yeah. the full situation. Be, yeah, so absolutely. that so that regardless of what they may do, oh man, okay. And, okay. Okay, I'm gonna let you keep going. Okay. I'm not. I'm. Yep. Yeah. Right. So I. So, but, but, uh, me and her stayed friends. Okay. All right. So we stayed friends, and even when I'm auntie at friends, by come home, we kick it, whatever, and eventually we became like best friends. Mm-hmm. But mind you, we were just best friends. She was still doing her thing. She ended up uh, with the dude, and my 26 year old child. Um was born before me and her got together mm, okay. right so she she was doing her thing right right so um we would talk every day and at the time i was dealing with a, a young lady um that i kind of worked with whatever she went to auntie too but i was kind of dealing and, and i wouldn't she wanted to get with me but i i, I wasn't willing to pull the trigger okay I, I just wasn't willing to pull the trigger bro and it was because of that i still was hurting matter mm-hmm. of fact I'm going to keep it a buck from the age of 20 to 22. I was probably suicidal. Mm. Okay. I was probably suicidal. And then, and then what, what year was this? What year was this when you were in college? This like was what? Uh, 90. I went to school at a and from 95 to 99. Okay. So this is about 97 ish when this is starting to happen here. Okay. So when like your, your, your junior, uh, junior like year. early junior year. Okay. And, and I'm messing with this girl and, but I'm like not willing to, Go right into a relationship with her, right? So, um, sure enough, man, eventually, after some time, I'm like, bro, like, why are you tripping? Like, this girl, mm-hmm. she digs you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you keep turning, not, not necessarily turning her down, but just saying you're not willing to, to take that step, right? And one thing I will say this about women, um, if you as a dude have someone who's a good woman. And you know it's a good woman, mm-hmm. but you just ain't ready. Play that game as long as you think you want to, but you're gonna lose out on that prize. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm jumping in now. Okay, wait a minute. Now, okay. So, wait a minute. Like, okay. Now, this, this is I, I'm I, women. I, I got you now because, like, like I, I feel you on that side. Right. But see, I think the problem with that though is Talk is that. You can recognize you have a good woman, mm-hmm. but you can also recognize that you're something's not right with you. Like Absolutely. you're you're not right. Absolutely. And so what happens is is men will overlook that something's not right within. Mm-hmm. I I I I I don't want to commit, mm-hmm. and I can't explain it. Mm-hmm. But but I got a good woman, mm-hmm. so I don't want to lose her. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to bring her. Into this life called my dysfunction mm, now. I hear you because 
I don't know how to deal with what is going on with me. So you know what? Maybe if I take her on, maybe she can help me deal with this. Absolutely. And maybe if I take her on, mm-hmm. she'll help me overlook and 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 patch up all this hurt, mm-hmm. and she'll be the patch. But but your but your mate is not supposed to be your therapist. She's not. She's not supposed to be. But your therapist. but when you're when you're bleeding <laughs> yeah. now, you're bringing somebody in to yeah. bleed all over. Absolutely. And Absolutely. and 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 you're 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 exactly right. Mm-hmm. It's not her job to be your therapist. Mm-hmm. It's not your job. Mm-hmm. Her job to come in and, and fix your problems. Nope. Because the truth of the matter is, she's coming into that situation with issues herself. Even yeah, though she's not exactly. telling you that, she's got her own story yep. of a big hole. Yep. Or small hole yep. but it's a hole there yep. regardless yep. that she's got to deal with mm-hmm. and the truth of the matter is is one thing she definitely don't want to do is deal with your hole Mm-mm. in the midst of not dealing with her own Bruh. so mm. let's 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 mm. let's see who can push each other the way the quickest because i chose like like don't get me wrong i agree with you let me t- but like and, and maybe i may not ever get back to you but i'm gonna take you on because i don't want to lose you but i may lose you anyway Cause, cause because of what it's because of who you are right yes. so here it is man so okay sure enough she has she's uh having a birthday party she's got her own spot she got a roommate she's having a birthday party all right me and my uh best friend talk every day right so she knows about this this lady mm-hmm. right so i'm like yo i think i'm going to tell her that i'm gonna try to i want to give it a try okay all right this is after months and months of her being like hey like why are you tripping you in my bed <laughs> you in my bed every night blah, oh, blah, blah, whatever, right? okay okay so, cool. so you already doing that yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was already there right so right. cool all right so she's having this birthday and mind you i haven't i haven't relented at all on my position but that night, I was going to surprise her, tell her, this is what it is. Okay? So, I go to the party. Oh, no. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't tell this story, man. Don't tell this story. I don't want to hear it anymore, bro. So, go so, ahead. They so, want to hear it, though. So, I go to the party. And when she comes in, she's with another dude. And I was like... Oh, <laughs> okay, okay, all right, all right, bro. Your heart, your heart is only so big. <laughs> I just, I just want to point this out. Like the hoes that have already mm. been there, bro. I'm tired of seeing you suffer through your story, but yeah. I'm gonna let you finish. Yeah. But like, yeah. I'm sitting over here like, no, no, yeah. yeah, no, it's a train wreck. I see it coming. Yeah, yeah. So I, I uh, got extremely mm. blasted that night, and mm. then, um. I tried to go lay in her bed, which is the bed that I laid in a lot of nights. And she went, she came in and she says, what are you doing in here? And I'm like, yo, I'm drunk. I'm just like, you know, laying where I normally. And she says, you can't be here tonight. Oh, no. Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Cool. I forgive you. And I said, you know what? You right. I drove home. And that night, who do I call? My best friend. Because I'm like, it has happened again. Three times my heart has been broken, right? And so I'm But talking, hey, look, but hey, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. But you me. had the twenty percent though. Hey man. How did that twenty percent serve you in that so, moment, bro? So I'm I'm talking to my best friend. Okay. And I'm like pretty much laying out the whole story, what happened, everything like that, mm-hmm. and we're just talking. And mind you, I'm I'm pretty blasted, right? Mm-hmm. 
and I say in the conversation, I said, man, the only person I feel like I can halfway trust is you. If I asked you to marry me, what would you say? This was that night, bro. This was that night. You were blasted. (laughs) That night. Whoa. I mean, or, or, or... you you just you laid it out there, I, but I was, man, I was like, this. I mean, this sounds like the typical story of the guy in the club, whether we witness it in the club or after the club, where it's just like you did. Wait a minute, wait a minute, you did what? You you no you no tell right, me you didn't do that. Right, right, right. So she she okay. she says, wait, are you serious? And I said, yeah. What if I what if I asked you to marry? What would you say? And she goes, I guess I would say yes. And I said, okay. And went to sleep. Wake up the next morning, she calls me. And she says, hey, I don't know if you remember what you said last night. I said, no, I remember everything. I know I asked you to marry me. You said yes. So Christmas comes. Christmas break comes. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me let me not let me not fast forward too fast because then the next day, guess who wanted to talk? Oh, of course, of course, of course. She wants to talk. Get out of here! I I have nothing to say to you, right? So what I told her was was listen. Talk to me in a week. You know what? Actually, actually, let me take that back, bro. Because there's there 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 are going to be a ton of people who are like, well, I mean, you 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 had all the time in the world, you missed out, you should have like you should have like taken, you should have just scooped it when you saw, but see, she you, moved forward, but right, you, right, she moved forward. So right. I said, I'll talk to you in a week. Yeah, and a week comes, and she's talking, and she was like, I, you hurt. She said, you hurt my feelings, and I really want to be with you, and I just wanted to feel full that night, and I was like. Mm. I told her, I said, I came over to ask you to be my girl, but we're cool. I got a fiance now. Oh, because <laughs> then I was just being and just forgive me. I was being a dick. Petty Piper. Yeah, bro. Boy, yeah, let me tell you man. about you, boy. You, I mean, you just, yeah. boy, you, you, you took the cake on that one, brother. Yeah, and, and the tears was going, and I yeah. was like, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You can leave my house now. Like, yeah, I was, I was, I was mean. I was extremely mean. Yeah. So now we can fast forward. Yeah, okay. All right. So Christmas comes, and, or actually, before then, um, I wanted to, um, I wanted to like make things official, right? And so you know, I went to you know those little um, spots that they have in the mall where you can the jewelry stores or whatever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, making no money, uh, but I put a, a engagement ring on credit. Oh, with no real. money and it was real then it oh, was wow. real yeah wow. it was real wow okay so yeah man like the worst engagement of all time the, i mean the worst like me proposal of all time that is yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I, I i mean i no of i mean i mean time. i not for me to say i mean i i think that i i i think no, no, that you were worst. trying to slow the down the the, the 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 bleeding it was you the, were... it was the worst proposal of all time bro <laughs> it just is what it is man it is what it is so Sure enough, 
Boom. Get married. I, I, I do four years at A&T, literally had 12 units to go and was like, I don't want to be here no more. Wait. Yes. I literally had 12 units to go and and told my mother who spent all her money to get me from San Diego to Greensboro, North Carolina. I'm done with school. Yes. Okay. All right. So, so let me, I'm just going to step in real quick and then you, you tell me if I'm wrong here. Mm -hmm. This, this is, this, this, this story sounds very familiar to me. <laughs> and, and it sounds familiar because I recognize how that emotion mm -hmm. fuels decisions. Mm -hmm. And when you allow emotion mm -hmm. and feelings mm -hmm. to fuel decisions, yes, sir. Man, listen to me. I'm not saying they're all bad, but I'm bad. I'm saying that you get to a point where you look back and you be like, you know, <laughs> I probably should have breathed a little bit, just a, just a smidgen. I I probably should have let some of the air out. <laughs> I probably should have processed where this decision was coming from so that I could now say, is this really what you want to do? Or is this really what you're wanting to prove? Bro, I need you to put your seatbelt on right now. All right, all right. Let's because when I tell you the ride that I'm about to take you on. I, I can only imagine. All right. And and and, and man, I'm man. Right. We like, let's go. We we just get into the meat. Now. Okay. Let's we do it. We just get I needed <laughs> you needed to understand all that other stuff. Okay. In order to get the meat. Okay. Got okay. it. Okay. So married at 22 years old, July 17th, 1999. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't six months before I was cheating. And it, and and there we have it. It, was, it wasn't six months. I was cheating. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. On, okay. On a on a uh, regular basis. All right. Um, now 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 I'm, I'm you know just for those who are going to say, well, wait a minute, why why were you cheating? Why would you ask her to marry you if you were going to cheat? Like what what where why why that? Why 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 are you cheating? And maybe you're going to get into that story. Um, to to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. As I had no business being married. Okay, well, yeah, yeah I mean that's, that's just, just a simple answer. I, yeah, yeah, I, no, I was that's, not that's emotionally facts. in a place to mm -hmm. be married to anyone, right? Right. I, I you, no, nope, nope, nope. I would actually disagree. Okay, talk to me. I'm going to tell you who you should have been married to in that moment. Talk to me. You should have found a really good therapist. Yes, <laughs> yes. To to say, hey, listen, yes. this is going to sound crazy. But I don't know how long this may be, but I'd like to get married if you'd be okay with like marrying me right now yeah. for however long it takes for me to deal with this right yeah. here. Because the stuff that's going on that uh -huh. I have that goes all the way back to like, whew, like, I was like three like years, three old. years yeah. old. Yeah, yeah. It's I, I feel like it's bubbled over and I am out here like <laughs> I am out here being trying stupid. to backstroke. <laughs> Against waves in the ocean, yeah. and I look crazy, crazy yeah, to people man. right now. Yeah, bro. So, like, literally, I'm I'm out here, and I'm like trying to make things happen. I got a full family, uh, a, a daughter, a married into a a, a full blown family, right? Mm -hmm. And oh, yes, okay, right? okay, because gotcha. My, she had the two. She had a two year old daughter when yep. we got married, right? Yep. So. Um, my parents just have the best parents ever. 
And, <laughs> and so for a wedding gift, my parents um, put uh, $5,000 down on the house. On a, on a, on a fixed, Shout out your parents. 5000 down. And this Real what they MVP. Said. What they said was, um, when you sell this, because it's a fixer-upper. Oh, okay. When you sell this, you owe us our 5000 back. Okay, so they invested in you. I they love that. In me. I love that. I they love invested that. Invested in me. All right, cool. So we got this house, and the mortgage we thought was just way expensive. It was six hundred and ninety dollars. <laughs> we were just like, that's just way expensive. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm making like nine fifty an hour, right? And it was just a lot. So anyway, and by the way, this is nineteen ninety nine. Right. All right. So cool. So I'm doing life, but I'm cheating because emotionally I'm not mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. and um, I. I'm working this job. You know, uh, have you heard of uh, Michael's, the, um, like, fabric? Craft store. store. Craft store. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. So I was a uh, bookkeeper there. A bookkeeper? A bookkeeper, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm really good with numbers. And my mom was, was like, a, almost a CPA for a restaurant back in the day. So, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Bookkeeper, meaning, like, like you kept up with, like, you, you kept up with the, the cash the, the register cash. amounts and everything. Uh, like That's after, crazy. After, after, record, after um, every night in the morning, I would be there, like, Early, like five o'clock in the morning, doing the books. Wow. Right? As okay. 20, 22, two, two, yeah, 22 year old. So I'm sitting up there and I listen, um, would listen to radio every day, sports radio in particular. Mm-hmm. And I was like, gang, calling in. I was like one of those dudes and I was, <laughs> I was, uh, kind of gaining a little popularity. And I was, and I went to one of the events that one of the shows was at. And I said, Hey, man, how do you do what you do? And he goes, um, let me take you over to our promotions department and they'll talk. And so I found out that you have to intern in order to get into the radio game. And so I went to San Diego state for a semester just so I could intern at this radio station. Okay. So you're back in San Diego, San, San Diego at this time. I'm back in San Diego. Okay. 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 So I'm, uh, interning for a semester. And then at the end of the semester, it was during the summer, by the way. Okay. So after at the end of that uh, semester, a job opened up. And so now I'm working promotions. I'm a promotions assistant at the biggest sports radio station in Southern California. All right. Mm-hmm. And so I did that. I was working in radio. And one thing about um, working in radio is you meet a lot of people, which gives me a whole lot of opportunities to start cheating. And gives me a whole lot of outs because I have to meet the people and we go to these events and right, blah, 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 right, blah. right. And, and we did events all the way up to LA. So from LA to San Diego and everything in between, I had to be there. Right. So I'm meeting people and I'm having fun and this, that, and the other and blah, blah, blah. And on college campuses and this, and just everything, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, still finding enough time to go back home and be a upstanding husband and right. father and all this other type right, of stuff. And, right. then, and in the meantime, my wife gets pregnant and I have my son. Right. And then we're doing this thing and I'm still doing the radio thing. And after about two and a half years, um, after two years, what happens is, is that the radio stations signal is so strong that LA is not getting the ratings that they think they should get. And so they essentially was like, we're getting rid of the station. We're moving it up to LA. So I had to find a job. Well, I was so good at what I did, bro, that the FM station 
the pop station and the hip hop station moved me over there to work with them. So now I'm working at the pop station and the hip hop station mm. in San Diego. Right. Right. And I'm doing my radio thing over there and it wasn't but six months and the producer of the morning radio show gets fired. And they're like the, the uh, music director at the time is like, I don't know what I'm going to do. If anybody wants to apply for it, write me a paragraph of why you think you should get the job. <laughs> so I did that. Right. And then we had like rounds of, of uh, like inter- not rounds of interviews. We basically got to do radio for a week on the morning show. Right. 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 Okay. So there was like four or five of us that got to do it. And afterwards they picked me. Right. So now I started out as this intern intern <laughs> went from an intern to being a promotions assistant <laughs> from a promotions assistant to a promotions coordinator from a promotions coordinator moving laterally over to the FM side of things from the FM side of things. Now I'm actually on the morning show, the hip hop station in San Diego. It's only one. All right. So, so now yeah, so you're that guy now I'm there and my, mind you, this is my hometown. My right, people, my people right, know right, me. Right. So not only <laughs> do my people know me and I'm at home, but now I got a bigger audience, which gives me a bigger opportunity to cheat. All right. I love how everything keeps coming back to everything. Cheating. Back like, to like, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. So mind you, I'm doing my thing, having a ball, meeting all types of people Everybody seeing me around because I was like the dude on the street, right? Mm-hmm. And the producer. And then one of the hosts gets fired. And so I move over a chair. So now, mm. now I'm no longer the dude on the street. I'm the co-host. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. So now we're still doing our thing and I'm meeting more people and right. things are happening and right. I'm cheating and I'm cheating and I'm cheating. And then the host leaves and goes to Phoenix. Okay, so so like this is like watching like this is like watching a, a a flick where if you're seeing it from from a fly's point of view, you're like, oh no, please don't give him the host's position because he's already really bad. He's already he's already yeah. a monster with this. Yeah. And I mean, like, what's, what's, what what is your wife thinking? What is she feeling? Like, do you do, do you even know if she I was include even- her? I include her enough in the thing to be inconspicuous. Hmm. Right. So I'm not I'm 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 a cheat, but I'm involving her and my family in enough stuff to where I have plausible deniability. Wow. So this this guy, this guy's a professional. Yeah, I'm a a professional a-hole. Right. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. Now I'm in the chair during the summer. It's me and who used to be the intern is in the and bro, that summer was a Ball. Was a ball, bro. I loved everything about it. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute now. Wait. Wait a minute. Okay. So, <laughs> like, like. Wait a minute. You can't say that on this show. Mm. Um, because see, like, what we're doing here is we're giving God the glory. And yeah. how, how, how are you doing? I, I can't wait for you to get around. To yeah. It was, was, was a ball. No. No. Look, is that part about it? Is I'm sitting here and it's like. I know what he's saying yes, already. Yes. I, I, yeah. Yes, having a ball, man. And then, um, 
let's see. Um, they bring in uh, another two, uh, another co-host, whatever. And so I did morning show radio in San Diego for like two, two and a half years. And it was like just the wildest time of my life, dude. Just the wildest time. At the same time, I was running. I, I started a DJ business, a mobile DJ business with my with my boy, like he's my brother. Mm -hmm. And we were doing that. And so I'm hitting it on every, I'm right. doing my mobile DJ business and we're doing weddings and parties and blah, 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 and everything like that. And then I'm doing the morning show thing. And so I'm able to promote my DJ business somewhat right through the and it was just man it was a it was an amazing time in my life and then as radio goes san diego uh, clear channel clear channel because that's who i worked for had too many stations in one market they were a monopoly so they had to sell some off mm, okay and so because if you know uh, Southern California, San Diego is right on the border, bro. So a lot of the antennas are actually in Mexico. Huh. Yeah. So <laughs> so what happens is, is that Clear Channel decides that they're going to sell all of the Mexican antenna stations off, which just happened to be my station, one of them. Uh. Right. So they so they sell it off. They bring in new management. And if you know anything about radio or most businesses, new management, new staff. Mm. Right. Sounds like, almost like a sports team. Yeah. So sure enough, bringing in the new management, the music director or pro station director was pretty much he told me to the face. Yeah, I just don't think that you're uh, radio material. After two and a half years, bro, and I'm like, wow, I've just been, I've been, the, the, I've been I, I, don't, I don't know what I've been doing up here. I've just been holding up space. I mean, I, that's I, crazy. Yeah. I've just been sucking my thumb, right? right. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? So, yeah, so I had to, uh, I got a severance, like three months, and I had to find something to do. Mm. 2000, this is 2000, 2005, 2005, maybe 2006. And for the next year and a half was the most depressed I had ever been mm -hmm. more depressed than when I had got broken up with more mm -hmm. than it was. I was just depressed. Okay. Okay. So like, this is, this is where this, you know, and a lot of people I, I, I know, and you, I want you to stop me when you're like, eh, no, I mean, I, cause I, cause I could be wrong, sure. but like what I've learned is that, you're like, man, I'm depressed, mm -hmm. and 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 I'm sure you you've realized why you were depressed. Now, yes, now, now yeah. be because I, I recognize that I was in a boat like you one time, okay. where same same similar story, mm -hmm. where I was on a high, mm -hmm. and I had I had now made an identity in what I was doing. I am Rob the the this. I'm that dude. I'm this guy. At least, at least that's how I feel. And and right, 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 yeah, right. Yeah. Everybody knows me. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, I am sitting here and you all have the power to strip my identity from me. Yeah. So I'm sitting here, my name's still the same. Yeah. But 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 what what I do, what I did, I was I you were Jamal the DJ. Now you're just Jamal and and that that doesn't make any sense to me because see I'm a DJ. I'm a DJ. Bro. I'm a DJ. I'm so a so I I'm I need y'all need to quit playing. I need to come. So when you don't have an identity, oh man. It puts you in a space where you 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 who oh. who am I? 
And and so now as you sit in who am I? Depression sits. Am I am I am I wrong was, about it that? It was horrible, bro. Yeah. It was so bad, man. And and like I you know, because I had I had a lot of friends. I was at home, right? Mm-hmm. And because I had a lot of friends, you know, we did enough stuff to keep me up just enough so it uh, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, yeah. Keep keep you from focusing on what 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 the reality of but things is. I was is. down, yeah. bro. I was selling cars. I was a car salesman and I hated it. I hated every moment of it. And it was just things were just bad, bro. Marriage was bad. Um, because um my wife, I think, just kinda she didn't know about the cheating or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but she just had enough of whoever this dude was. The 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 DJ guy that, or that the guy. new guy? No, the DJ guy. That, ah. She had enough of that dude. Like he was an ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and it's just, man, it was a lot, bro. And I um two thousand uh I'm selling cars in two thousand six. Christmas Eve, I get a phone call from my wife. She says, Merry Christmas, I'm pregnant. I said, what? <laughs> oh, what? man. I ain't, I'm barely, I making, I'm barely making any money right now. I was now. about to say, I bet that hit. Like, so, who? <laughs> wow. I'm processing for you right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, Merry Christmas, I'm pregnant. What? What? what, what? Yeah, so... Bro, I, 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 I'm kind of thrown off, and I'm like, man, I got to figure something out. I got to figure something out. Mm-hmm. So I go to a different car dealership because they seem to be selling more cars, and, I, and I'm starting to sell a little bit more cars, and things mm-hmm. seem to turn around. But I hate what I do, and I'm still dealing with this depression, and I'm still a cheat. Mm-hmm. And 2007... Um, my life changes and I get um, an opportunity to start working for the phone company, the the big phone company. Okay. All right. And um, I now have a job where I'm making a lot of money, like really good money. And I got a brand new baby and we're in this house, the house that I grew up in, I bought from my parents. Right. And then, um, you know, those arm, those arms that they they were selling those really bad mortgages back in the day, where oh yeah 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 those yeah, adjustable yeah. rate mortgages yeah. yeah I got caught up in that bro and I lost my house okay wait, wait so you got caught up in it not 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 like doing it but like you got one we had, I had one okay and I lost it I lost my house the house that I grew up in bro and that it <laughs> deeper into depression. Right. But I got this new job and I got this new baby and I got these other two kids and, and I got this wife and we just got to figure things out. And so now I'm renting in San Diego. OK, so hold on real quick. Yeah. Did your, your wife know that you're depressed? Does she does she realize that like I, you you're, know, you're dealing with these things or I, is- I, I was really good at masking. OK. Right. So I, maybe maybe she did. Um, at the time, my wife really was going along to get along. You know what I'm saying? Like she, she was going along to get along. She okay. was she was uh, caught up in um, her identity as Mrs. Cook mm. and how she could be the best wife and this, and that, and the other for for you or for others. So others saw the for, picture for, for 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 me. Okay, but she thought that that was her job. Oh, yeah, she thought that was her job okay. was to be Mrs. Okay. Cook and like do all this stuff or whatever. But she wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. Right, she wasn't happy, and I wasn't doing anything to make her. Because that was never her identity either. That was not supposed to be her. That's identity. not absolutely not supposed to be her identity, right? Mm-hmm. And so now, 
things are going and I'm finally things I'm, I'm finally leveling out and um, I am still cheating. And now I'm I'm cheating like in states now. Okay, so so I, I know people are like listening. And they're like, "Yo, like what's what's wrong with you, man? Why are you still cheating?" Like, and 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 I don't want I don't want you to skip part of the story to explain mm-hmm. that. But like, no, but it's important. It's absolutely yeah. important. So here's the thing: what the cheating was about at that time mm-hmm. was so I associated my pain that those holes that we were talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, those were things that like I felt could kill me. Like I would kill myself. Cause I remember I told you coming out of school, I was suicidal. I can look back on that and see that now. Mm-hmm. Right. And so in order to get a pick me up, I would cheat, give me that boost. And now I'm back level. Right. You get right. What I'm saying? Right. Right. It, it was, it was a fix. It was a fix. And, and some people say, well, you, you, you chose, you know, I can't believe you're a cheater, well, but, but, but everybody, not everybody, a lot of people have a fix. A fix. It, it's, it's a momentary fix. Bro, it gives you like a high. What do you think? Uh, what do you think drug addicts do? <laughs> they get a fix. They get a fix. What do you they think people high. who are alcoholics do? They get a fix. They get a fix, right? Because mm-hmm. they just need that little thing to get just them to, take to the, the edge next off. day. Just, just to, to get the next them, day. Just, right. 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 For, for right, right. me. But, but, okay. But, but, but think about it. Mm-hmm. Most people plan on having a lot of next days. Yes, yeah, absolutely. We don't ever think about that. Mm-hmm. But we're like, hey, I just need to make it to the next day. Right, okay, but what right. about the next... You yeah. know, like 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 tons of hundreds of days that you got like high, yeah. and so and so, mind you, my household as it was developed was really good household. My wife was a, an extremely really good wife, but whenever we would have those moments where things weren't going well, mm. right? Whenever we'd have those moments, I needed to pick Fixed me time. up. I needed to pick me up. Fix time, right? And yep. then I would go moments. And mind you, let me just say this: there were times. Throughout this entire time that I was cheating, where I was just like, bro, like, why are you doing this, dude? Like, get it together. And so, as a man, I'm like, well, I can fix it because mm-hmm. I'm a man, right? I can fix anything, <laughs> right? And so, so I would be good for like six months, and then that that low would get too low, and mm-hmm. I needed to pick me up, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it would be things like that, right? And so, mind you, I'm I'm got this nice job. And I got this family, and we're renting now. But uh, and 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 the pastor at my church is a much older man. He wanted me to be a deacon there, and I was like, Nah, that's not happening, bro. Okay, so let's hold on. Whoa, hold on. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. All right. Woo. I love. I, I love how you just finally introduced those two things. Yeah. So so all this time now, notice that he. Let's not overlook the fact that he was in church, church, church. Because a lot of people think that, you know, like like only the perfect and, and only the self-right, the righteous and the, and only the people who got their life together and only nah. that, you know, that the church can't dare be a hospital. Not for people like you, because you you couldn't have dare been used by the church nah, like like I was going to church. Tell him I was going to church. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I was going uh, more as a, because that's what I was used to doing. Mm-hmm. It was the same church that I grew up in, the same church that I was junior brotherhood and all the other type of stuff. Right, like. right. It was the same church, right? right? So I knew that I was comfortable there, so I would do that on Sundays. We would go, but I didn't. My connection with God at that moment wasn't. It was surface. Mm-hmm. It was extremely surface level. Like I, I knew God. I loved Jesus, and I believed that He was the Savior. Right, right. But my relationship with him at that moment was trash. It's just, mm. 
Well, okay, so so you know, I I, I love how one one person one time said they were like, you know, um, you're like my relationship with him was trash. Yeah, and a lot of that stems from the fact that this has more of my attention than I can give you. And if mm. maybe if I gave you more attention, maybe if I wanted a, more of a relationship with you, then I'm worried that you're going to convict me of my addiction. So my relationship with God is the reason why I hadn't left my marriage. It was the reason why I hadn't like, I had still kept trying. Ooh, right. It was, heavy. The, it was the reason why I kept trying. So it, I had an example. My parents at this point had been married for a while and, and they were strong, at least from what I saw. And so like I saw them making it. I, I didn't want to be a failure, bro. You know what I'm saying? And so like, it was like, man, I gotta, I gotta figure this thing out. And so I would, like I said, I kept going through these bouts of trying to figure it out. I can figure it out. I'm a man. I can figure it out. But dude, here's the thing. If, um, I have a leaky pipe and I call an electrician, hmm. I done called the wrong person <laughs> to mm -hmm. fix the leaky pipe. Mm -hmm. That's not what they do. In this case, I'm the electrician. <laughs> mm. You catch what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. And, and, and so I'm thinking that I could fix it because I'm a man, but I ain't got the tools, bro. Yeah, the tools, yeah. I ain't got the tools, man. Sheesh. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm just, I'm literally just like putting tape on something that needs something else. It needs a spigot. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, it right. Needs something else, right? Right. And so I could fix it for a second for six months at a time. Right. Because what you do for during that six months, it was almost like a six month fast. That's it. That's it, bro. Six so, month fast. So yeah. fast forward, man. Where 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 I'm. Things are going and I'm, like I said, cross country cheating. And somewhere in there, my wife has started picking up on things. Mm -hmm. I don't, that's her story. I ain't going to tell it for her. Right. But she started picking up on things, right? And so now, because technology is so grand, hmm. she's like, hmm. find your friends, right? Hmm. And so um, I'm celebrating my birthday. This is 2015. And I'm celebrating my birthday. This is the week after my birthday, right? Mm -hmm. And and the reason, and I'm telling my wife, well, I can only celebrate then because that's when my boys can go out with me. But really, the chick that I was messing with was able to come into town, right? Yeah, it's some dirt. It's some dirt. Hey man, look, I ain't gonna lie, man. Yeah, like, 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 yeah. like, my wife wouldn't let me hang out with you, bro. Right. She wouldn't. Hey, it, just, it was dirty. I was she, dirty. Yeah, bro. no, no, no. Just because, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, my story ain't too much better. And yeah. and and yeah, it just, we yeah, and and you know, it's the crazy thing about it is, uh -huh. is I'm pretty sure we would have been best of buds because see. People like 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 you, yeah. we 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 are, we're attracted to each yeah, other, yeah. Because yeah. see, we sit in the darkness with our stuff, Come so on. we find new friends in the darkness. Like, oh, bro, what you doing here? Oh, oh, you, I, you don't I'm, like me? I'm, I'm hiding now. Yeah, yeah. you don't yeah. like me? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, oh we're yeah. like, yeah, bro, like, yeah. <laughs> and, and then what we do is we work off each other. Well, look, just give him my number, yeah. so that like when whenever you need a plausible applause, yeah. I, I can I can tell her like, That's yeah, we it. were sitting over here, like like like. So we work off each other, but we we sit here and we we. We feed each other's ego and to continue to do, yeah, and addictions yeah. to do, and and I got this girl and she got a friend. Oh yeah. my goodness, yeah. yeah, yeah, trash, bro. Trash. Yeah, listen, and I'm gonna I'm I'm keep saying trash, and mm -hmm. I know men hate being called trash, but okay. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna get to that though. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get to that. All right, so 
Sure enough, old girl comes into town. And at this time, my wife is, her GPS is going overload, bro. It's, mm-hmm. She's she's peaking like a mug, right? Mm-hmm. So what I told her was I was going to, um, we're going to start at my boy's house. And then from my boy's house, we're going to um, go to this club. And from the club, going to go back to my homeboy house. She was like, well, why can't you just come home? I'm like, I'm not driving. I'm going to be drunk. <laughs> like, right, right, you know what I'm saying? Right, They're dropping right, me off. Right, right. So sure enough. This is what happened. Went to my homeboy house, went to the club, went back to my homeboy house. Why did I go back? Because I didn't even walk out the club. They had to carry me out that club. Mm. That's how wasted I was, right? But old girl was there, right? So sure enough, they brought me back, and then I'm like sleeping. So she's checking her thing, and I'm right where I said I was going to be. But out of the blue at like, Three, four in the morning, I wake up. And the first thing I'm thinking about is, yo, I need some birthday sex. So I send a text to whom I think is old girl. But somehow that text had my my wife was in the text. <laughs> yeah, like either she was either in the text or she saw the thing that I sent the text in. Mm-hmm. So I go over to old girl spot. It, she's at a hotel. Do my thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then I go to sleep. Wake up at like six thirty in the morning, and I look at my phone, bro, and I have no lie, ten missed calls, and several messages saying, "Call me ASAP." I'm like, oh my God, did somebody die? And so I I called. I'm like, hey, what's going on? I just saw that she was like, and I quote, I know where you are. Come home. And I I quote. That's when that's when those friends like me, we just back away. Bro, good luck with uh, that. We'll see you on the other side. uh I know where you are. Mm. Come home. And so I'm like, oh man. So now, I've been lying for 15 years of marriage, Mm -hmm. okay? And I had a decision to make. I could literally um, come up with another lie. Or I could just put it all on the table. And if she leaves, I earned it. And I'll just have to figure it out from there. And so as I'm driving home, I was like, today's the day. I'm going to stop lying. Mm. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to lie anymore. So I get home, and she's not there. And I'm like, that's weird. So I called her, and I said, hey, where you at? And she's like, I'm pulling up shortly. To this day, I don't know why I got in that car. She could she, she could have had a gun, a knife, anything. She could have took me out, bro. She gets home. I get in the car. We start, she just, she starts driving and she was like, what's going on? And I start spilling everything. I'm letting it out. Where are your kids at right now? They're asleep. They're in the house. Okay. And I'm letting it all out, bro. I'm telling everything. Every question she asked, I answer. Every question. Didn't matter what it was. I answered it straight up. Mm. Right? Just giving her all the truth. 15 years of truth, bro. Mm. She asked me, um, how many women? I don't know. She asked me why. I don't know. 
Like just the questions, just the questions upon questions, right? So then um, she drives me back at home. She says, thank you for telling me the truth. And I don't see her for a whole day. And I'm calling and I'm texting, bro, I don't know where this woman is at. To this day, by the way, to this day, I don't know where this woman went. Still don't know where she's at. To this day, and by the way, don't care. Okay? So, (laughs) sure enough, Mm. she comes home and she says to me, um, I don't know if I'm going to stay with you, but I damn sure am not going to stay with you. Unless you go get some help. Mm. Okay. Now, up to this point, bro, I had tried. I've told you, tried constantly to figure it out. And so I was just like, dog, I don't need no therapy. I can just figure it out. But then I was like, nah, nope, 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 no, 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 no. Let me go to therapy. Because when I go to therapy, that gives me a little bit of, uh, I tried everything I could. Mm, okay. Right. So now at this point, I'm just like, well. Let me just go so so I can say I did it for I, you. I, I, let, I me, let, me, let me check that off the box. So, so if it don't work, you can leave me alone about that and we can just go on and I can say, that, hey, look, I told I you. Tried. I don't know. I tried. I tried. Yeah. And you left me anyway, but I tried, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. EAP program. By the way, if oh, you have man. a job and you have an EAP program, I suggest and you and you're like, man, I don't know where to start. Start there. Mm-hmm. Start there. You go to go to your EAP. Use it. Is you're paying for it? You're anyway, paying for it. Right? You're paying for it. So so go if you have the opportunity EAP program and just figure it out. Okay. Right now, EAP program through the phone company, and I uh, say I think I I need a therapist. Cool. They give me this woman therapist. And I'm like, all right. And she's like, why are you here? And I tell her pretty much everything. The conversation that we're having right now, right? Right. And then afterwards, the woman looks me dead in the face. And she says, sounds to me like you have a sex addiction. Wow. And I say, ma'am, I hear what you're saying. Ain't no way in hell my wife gonna believe that. So, do you mind if on our next session, I bring my wife with me? She says, sure. Cool. Get home. Wife says, how'd it go? I said, she diagnosed me with a sex addiction. My wife looked me dead in the face and said, shut up. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you. She, she she said, I have a sex addiction. I'm Listen, I'm not the one that you, you wanted me to go here. I went here. This is what they're telling me. But. I said, look, I told her you wasn't going to believe me. So I asked her if you could come to the next session. <laughs> she said, yeah. So make sure you available this time, this day. Boom, boom, boom. Right? Right. To my wife's. Well, nope. Let me back up. So she goes to the next session. This is a week later. So she goes to the next session. And, <laughs> you know, uh, when you mess around and you done told somebody something, but they need to find out for themselves. So right. you just hold your hand out and be like. That's around find out. You want to find yeah, out. Yeah, right. So sure enough, therapist starts talking, tells her everything, answers all the questions. We're done. We go to like a sushi spot afterwards, right? And we're sitting up there talking. And I said, so what do you think? She was like, I think she's lying. I'm like, the therapist? You think the therapist is lying? She was like, I think she's lying. I said, all right, well, I don't know what to tell you. Right? To my wife's credit, 
after that conversation, she did the deepest dive mm-hmm. into sex addiction. Mm-hmm. Books, videos, like she was like literally like black Twitter FBI. You know what I'm saying? And she just, she literally did, she looked it up, bro. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm sitting here and I, I kind of agree with your wife a little bit because it's, it's to, to me, it's kind of crazy that so far the story you've told me. Yeah. What she comes back with is you have a sex addiction. Sex addiction. I, based on the story I've heard, I am not a therapist. Yeah. But I have learned a lot about mental health. Yeah. And, and, I think the last thing I would ever diagnose you with is a sex addiction. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so she, what, what, and the reason why my wife bought in was because all the stuff that I had to mind you, I don't know nothing about no sex addiction. And she knew I wasn't doing no studying. Mm -hmm. Right. But all the stuff that I had told her about how I was feeling and what I was going through and stuff like that was all the stuff that was in the books. All those videos that she was looking up. All those things, all the stuff was right there. So she was like, okay, I know you didn't look this stuff up. So there's something to it. And so this is what I did. The next session therapist was like, what you have is going to take more than five sessions. Because, you know, you go to EAP, it's only five sessions that will be paid for. Holy, yo. Yeah, yeah. She was like, what you have is going to be more than five sessions. You got. So now you're going to have to pay and you're going to have to come out of pocket. And you're if I I want to really get it fixed, I got to pay up. And so I was like, at this point, I wanted to be I wanted to be infallible. You know what it was? I wanted to make sure that I gave it everything I had at this point. And so sure enough, I went and found a therapist was paying money out of my own pocket the money that I didn't have, but I was doing it. And you found a th- another therapist, found a different therapist. Okay. Who was, who specialized in, in addictions. Okay. So I went, I had that therapist. And then I also, at the same time had, uh, one of the brothers at my church who had went through a similar situation as a mentor and had another guy who just happened to be a pastor at the, uh, blood bank who had a similar situation both of them were mentors for me while I was going to a therapist. So I basically had three therapists. Okay, this is this is this is wild to me right now. Okay, so okay. Mm-hmm. So so the second therapist agreed that you were a sex addict. Correct. Correct. Okay, I'm I'm I okay. Um I'll break it down for you. Yeah, you, I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm okay, going to break it down. For you. My brain. Yeah. I'm trying to like. I'm I'm trying to piece it. I'm, and, and 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 more importantly, I'm sitting here like so like. Did any was there anything else like hey look and you seem to have a dad wound or you seem to have a like like mom wound or do you have a, like like just sex addict so so what it was was as we talked about I needed that pick me up right mm-hmm. okay well what addicts do doesn't matter if it's dope or oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay right? right 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 is they is they they get down they get to pick me up mm-hmm. and then that pick me up becomes the source of their happiness for the moment, mm-hmm. and if they this, don't, this is how they cope with with with, right. with the this, real this root cause. Is how you cope with the world, right? Right. How I cope with the world was having sex with people that didn't matter, mm-hmm. or 
people who I knew I wasn't going to get in an argument with because most of the reason why I went down this hole was because I would get in an argument with my wife or something bad would happen and my wife she was dealing with her own stuff, and but, so. But that wasn't the real reason, though. I mean, that, that was. I mean, that 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 that, that, that triggered a, it. It was a trigger. It triggered. Right, right. Those were the triggers. It triggered, right? right. And so, because those, I had learned to deal with the thing through porn early on as a youth, and now sex. That was the way that I got through life. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Had my hit. Boom. I'm reset. Now I can go back and do my thing. Mm-hmm. Boom. Had my hit. Now I'm reset. And it's over and over, right, cycle, right. cycle, constant just like, cycle, just like yep. any other addict. Yep, yep. And 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 the, and the crazy and the crazy thing about it is, is that you know, and I know you didn't go this route, mm-hmm. but you could have switched it over to something else. Let's just say you said, okay, I'm going cold turkey. I'm not doing this. I'm not no longer investing or going into the sex area. I'm going to try cigarettes now. I'm going to try that. smoking. Could have been that. Been, you you would have had to have replaced it because, like you said, you tried to fast it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But 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 what happens is, is you're triggered mm-hmm. back to something. Back something, to something has to be done, and I have, and, to, and, I have and, to get back. Level. And you and you were coping mm-hmm, mm-hmm. instead of instead of as as I always talk about instead of trying to heal. Right? Why you went to it? You were just coping. That's I gotta it. have another coping That's mechanism. It. Just and sex is my main day, one, bro. right? Yeah. Just getting to the next day. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, I'm with so you. I'm with you. That's what's happening, and so. As I'm going to the therapist and he's figuring out what's going on, we get back to my dad. We get back to that three-year-old mm-hmm. who never healed, mm-hmm. who messed around and missed his dad, who has this hole in his heart. Mm-hmm. And then it expanded with the one in college. Mm-hmm. Now she didn't know that. No, of course not. Right? But you were just you were just you were just casualty of war. Yeah, man. So it's just like it was those things, right? And I never healed from it so i'm mm-hmm. basically a grown man 37 years old carrying around three-year-old hurt okay so I'm, I'm 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 not gonna lie i'm sitting here and i'm a little i'm a little pissed at the therapist though mm-hmm. because because nothing against the degree and all Absolutely. the work they put in to mm-hmm. get to where they were yes but anybody you you if i knew you and we met i could have told you Bro, you just you just addicted to sex. That's all. You enjoy the you enjoy the chase and, and the thrill and, and the sex and, and 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 the hit and then we go again. But, like, but 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 we wouldn't have put it together like that. We wouldn't. Have well, put well, it well. Because like if that. we if we put it together like that, then that means we have to address it. So we don't put those things together because it, it, that means that we're trying to figure it out. And and the truth is, is we don't want to figure it out right. because then we got to address it. Well, the difference between me and you talking about it and me and the therapist talking about it is a therapist's job is to find the root of the issue. That's 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 why I'm sitting over here a little upset right now <laughs> because all they're doing is like, yeah, you're a sex addict. Thank you. Hold on. I'm not paying anymore for you guys to keep telling me that I'm a se- I, I I I can see that whether we call me an addict or just somebody that enjoys sex. Yes, I enjoy running to that to cope with this stuff. If that's all you've got, well, the therapist did get me. The, the the therapist was the one who got me to the dad issue. Okay, okay. I was yeah. wondering when that was yeah. going to happen. Yeah, the, the therapist is the one who brought up the dad issue because it it kept showing itself mm-hmm. in a way. And finally, he was just like, "Bro, like you got daddy issues, mm-hmm. right?" And so he's the one that put the pieces together for me. Mm-hmm. And once he did that, I was able to finish the puzzle. 
Mm, right? He like started he started the the border pieces mm-hmm. of the puzzle. Right, right, right. And he put those edges together and made the frame of what it was what was going on. And then I was able to sit back and be like, oh snap. Mm-hmm. And now because I got a little bit more tools now. Right, right. Right? Nah, I find that's, that's the beauty of going to a therapist. Right. They, 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 they offer tools mm-hmm. that, uh, matter of fact, if nothing else, they, they start to offer words that you didn't know or you didn't know how to use before to right. explain things, right. to give you the tools to mm-hmm. be like, okay, all right, I'm, I, I can do this. I'm, yeah. I'm, this is, yeah. I can do this. Yeah, man. And then like, like I said, I just went all in because I, I didn't want to be this dude anymore. Now, mind you, I, I need to back up just a little bit. All this is happening, and my mom is dying. So, so all this is happening, and my mom, um, she ends up succumbing to multiple myeloma, which is a form of cancer, bone cancer, right? And before she died, um, I was uh, at work, and I was feeling a type of way, and my wife was like, if you want to go see your mom, go see your mom. And my mom stayed in Arizona. I'm in San Diego. So that's like a five hour drive. So we drove up, drove up there. And when we drove up there, um, me and my mom were talking and it was just me and her in the room. And, uh, one of the last things she said to me was, um, cause she knew about the situation. She was very pissed about it. Cause she loves my wife. She loves my wife. Right. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, um, be the man that God wants you to be. Right? And I said, what? And she said, be the man that God wants you to be. And I'm like, okay. And we prayed. Then I went home. Went back to San Diego. That night, I just, I felt uneasy, bro. I just felt really uneasy. And uh, my wife was like, you can go back. And so I packed up the kids. I was I called my dad. I said, hey, man, I got to come back. And he was like, do it in the morning. Get you a full night of sleep. Leave early in the morning and then come. We're driving up to uh, Arizona and we're about an hour away. And my dad calls me and he's hysterical. She's gone. She's gone. She's gone. Mm. And so the like literally like the last words that my mom ever said to me was, be the man that God wants you to be. So I'm still doing the therapy. I'm still got my mentors and I'm going through all this and my mom's dead and I'm kind of floating at this point. And what I mean is, is that my heart is heavy because my mom is dead and my marriage is broken and I got this addiction and I don't think my kids really like me that much. And it's just a lot going on. But my mom said, be the man that God wants you to be. And I was like, yo, like I gotta, I gotta do that at all costs, right? Whatever it takes. And so I just started immersing myself back into church like I was there but there's a difference between being there and being there and Mm -hmm. being present and being you know available Mm -hmm. 
so at this time, in between times, um, the old pastor had passed away. We got a new pastor. It was a younger dude. It was about my age or whatever. And um, we was, do, you know, we would. he knew me. I knew him or whatever. And we would do different things, barbecues and stuff like that. And so um, he goes, comes up to me uh, or calls me one day and he said, hey, man, I need you to be one of my guys. I need you to be a deacon. And I was like, bruh, I don't think you know what I'm, I'm going through here. <laughs> And he and and he like like the pastor is a real dude. He a real dude, right? He said, "Do you think for one second I don't know you fucking up?" But everybody on every deacon I got got a story. I need you because I could trust you. I know you got my back. Gotta work everything else out. So I thought about it for like two days and I was like, I guess this is part of be the man that God wants me to be. Right. Mm -hmm. So I messed around. I was like, all right, I'll do it. So sure enough, ceremony day comes and I'm in the church and at the ceremony, it's a huge, huge church, a huge black church in San Diego. Right. And all the former deacons are there and I'm on my knees and the pastor finally comes and he puts his hands on me, bro. He puts his hands on my head. And he, when he put his hands on my head, I had an out-of-body experience. The best is the best way I can explain it. It was like God was saying, it's okay. And I cried more than I had ever cried. I cried more than I cried when my mama died. Like just tears, bro. Because I literally heard God say, it's going to be okay. It's the only time I will ever say I've ever heard God's voice. But he said, it's going to be okay. And I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know how I was going to show up. I just know I heard God's voice say, it's going to be okay. It wasn't a pastor because he was saying something else. Right. And I'm, I mean, I'm sobbing like crazy, bro. But I, like I was sobbing so much that afterwards, some of the ladies came up to me and was like, "Man, you was crying. It was making me cry, <laughs> right?" Like I was <laughs> sobbing, bro. It's, it's funny how it's funny how when men cry sometimes it, it it makes people either uncomfortable or it makes them be like, "Well, dang." I mean, like I I, 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 I didn't I didn't I ain't never seen him like you got me crying. Like, what are you I'm trying to get right? Like what's going on? Like yeah. what are you processing up there? What was going through your mind? Like yeah, it 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 speaks a lot to like wow. He just let on. He just let go, yeah, yeah. And, and so whatever was going on in his mind, whatever he experienced, that had to have been powerful. All of, it, all of it, bro. It was just. It was an amazing like feeling. Like I could see it right now. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. like, like it was just like this glow. I'm sitting here crying. My eyes are closed, and I hear the voice. Did it feel like a release as as in, in crying? Did it feel like it was a release of a lot of anger and hurt that no. you've been holding on mm -mm, to? Mm -mm, no. Mm -mm. You know what it was? It felt like like the crying and everything was inconsequential. Hearing God's voice was like finally hearing my dad. It was like it was like literally like all the stuff that I had been waiting for for my dad to say to me. It was all in those couple of words. Literally all of it. Every last bit of it. 
That's heavy, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm Ooh, saying? That's like, heavy. Like all that, you know, all that stuff that I was saying from three years old, and he didn't talk to me. And then in 12, I saw him that one time. And then 16, and then I wanted to punch him in the face and all that. And then all that stuff. And then at 18, and then all of a sudden it just came to a head. And with- it, bro, and it literally, those words, it's gonna be okay. And I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. And mind you, up to that point, I had called myself having already forgiven him. It was something different with the words, man. Like I said, it was like, like my, it was the words that I had been waiting for my, from my dad, mm. and it just boom. And I think the tears came because I finally was able to let it go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so now I'm a deacon, and I'm doing church. Stuff. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say I'm yeah, doing church stuff. stuff. Yeah, just church <laughs> stuff. And and as I'm 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 this deacon and like I want to say maybe like nine months in, I get an opportunity to um, get a job that I didn't even apply for in uh, Concord, North Carolina. Oh wow! Right, I had my resume online. I had been trying to get a job. I had been trying to get management positions and everything like that. Is this in the church or is this? This is this is no. I had been like trying to find a okay. job, like because I'm I'm working for the telephone company. So I now I have a trade, right? right. And so I'm trying to transfer those skills to more money. Ah, and I had been looking you. for more money, but the money wasn't money in San Diego for whatever reason. Right. And then after what 2017 out the blue. I get this, I get this phone call. Hey, hey, we're looking at your resume. It looks great. Um, we want to offer you this job. All right, where's the job? Oh, plenty of places. You can be in Florida. You can be in North Carolina. You could be here. You could be here. I was like, well, where in North Carolina? They was like, um, we got Matthews. Hmm. Where's that? It's it's the suburb of Charlotte. Oh, Charlotte sounds good. That's not too far from Greensboro. I know Greensboro. All right, yeah, that sounds good. How much you paying? More money than I've ever could have thought about in my life at that point. <laughs> And I was like, uh, sign me up, Scotty. Right. So I was like, well, I said, <laughs> like, get me up out of here. You know no need to stay here anymore. <laughs> and I was like, yo, I got to ask my wife, but it sounds intriguing. Told the wifey and she says, and I quote, you go, I go. All right, cool. So I'm like, hey, man, sounds good. Dude says, all right, I'm going to call you back. Calls me back. Mm, that job is no longer available. Now they have a job in, um, what was it? Concord. Well, what the hell is Concord? Suburb of Charlotte. Okay. All right. Not too far. Cool, 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 cool. All right. Sounds good. I, I think I'm going to do that. All right. I'm going to get back to you the next day. Didn't hear from the dude for two weeks. Oh, my goodness. And I'm like, what the hell's going on, bro? <laughs> like, this dude got me sized up, man. And I'm, I'm like, telling the wifey I'm getting the amp and, and nothing, right? Dude finally calls me back. Says, sorry about that. Things were going hella crazy and hectic and everything like that. Finally got you locked down. If you're still interested, I got you. China Grove, North Carolina. Where the hell is China Grove, North Carolina? <laughs> Suburb of Charlotte. All right. <laughs> Let's do it. Right? When can you be here? Well, when do you need me? Well, um, can you be here on Monday? Bro, wait, hold up. Hold up. Monday? It's Thursday. I'm in San Diego. Nah, you don't have to give me two weeks. All right. You can do two weeks. So in two weeks, mm. I had to quit my job, find a house here, mm-hmm. get my wife's stuff in order, 
and then get about there. Oh, and by the way, kids are still in school. They got one more. They got one month of school left. Oh man! So I come out here, and I'm basically out here by myself for a month, and I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure out the land, lay of the land, and everything like that. Talking to the wife every night. She's getting the kids. She's still packing up, and everybody at the church is helping her pack up and get everything together. And we get the everything packed up, and she gets out here. And bro, for the first two months, everything was so dope. I was making more money than I ever had. She didn't have to work, no nothing. And then I get a call on a Friday morning, and the dude says, hey, I'm just letting you know that uh, this will be your last week working. I'm skip. wait, wait, what? It was like, yeah, 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 that's how contracts go, man. Sometimes they just, you know, they end. I said, but wait, you told me that I was going to be at least a year. And it was like, yeah, but there's still work. It's just not work in China. Well, where to work at? Well, you can go to like Dahlonega, Georgia, or you can go to Alachaway, Florida, or wherever. I'm like, what? But my, I just moved my whole family out to North Carolina. Well, I mean, that's just how the, the thing goes. So I had to pack up. So I packed up myself. Left. With, I wasn't going to move my family again. Couldn't do that. It was too much. It was too much. My son was in 10th grade. My daughter, my youngest daughter, I want to say was in 5th grade. My oldest was already out the house. I couldn't I couldn't move them after six two, two months, bro. Right. So I'm like, God, I'm trying to be the man that you want me to be. I'm I, I, I'm doing I feel like what's best for my family. You ain't you doesn't you couldn't have moved me out here for me to fail. Just so I could leave again, but whatever. I had to go. So I chose Alachuay, Florida, only because it's a suburb of Gainesville, and I was like, it's a college town. Maybe there'll be something to do out there. I go on Facebook, and I'm like, hey, uh, does anybody know anybody in Gainesville? All my family starts blowing me up. Blowing me up, dog. They're like, hey, you know that your cousin is the provost of the University of Florida. I said, what? She was like, yeah, she's the provost of the University of Florida. I said, really? Called her up. I said, hey, cuz, look, this was going on. Boom, boom, boom. She was like... I got a 3,300-square-foot 3, house. It's just me there. You can use that room over there for free. Oh, wow. Right? Wow. Cool. <laughs> so now I'm in Florida. Family's in Charlotte. But mind you, me and my wife are just mending. We're still in the mending stage of things, right? Right. We're working it out, but we're in the mending stage. Right, and right. And she, she still has trust issues, deserve release. Yeah, yep. Yeah, right? And so I'm still trying to, like, let loose of all of my stuff. So now I've I haven't cheated since she found out everything. Mm-hmm. We're two years later, but I'm still in contact with a lot of the people who I was still messing with, mm-hmm. right? And this is important. I'm gonna get back to that. <laughs> so, um, I I I go to Florida. I'm there for a month. A job opens up back in Concord, same company that I was I was contracting with, but. I basically can go back full time and be with my family, but they're cutting ten dollars an hour out of what I'm making currently, bro. Ten dollars an hour and all the overtime that I was working. I had a brand new truck, had to get rid of that, had a motorcycle, had to get rid of that. The house that we were renting had to move to an apartment. Like, I'm just giving up stuff. I'm just releasing stuff. All types of just stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, like, you wanted me to be here. I don't understand. 
I need you to talk to me, man. So, 2018 New Year's, we go to the praise party at Elevation. Hmm. And I'm like, yo, this is kind of dope. <laughs> I love, I love how it happens to all of us. I, was, I used to think it was just a me thing, and it was like everybody I've talked to are like, "Yo, when I went to Elevation, yeah. that was kind of dope." It's like, wait a minute, this is that kind smoke? of dope. Is that- <laughs> I was like, but you know what, man? Look, look, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm gonna keep it a buck because I don't. Like Which location did you go to? By I the was way. at UC. UC, okay, UC Praise Party. I okay, went, I went and I was okay. like, "Yo, this is dope, bro." But I'm gonna be 100 percent with you. The whole white pastor thing, bro. I I'm not messing with you, bro. I don't know. I you, don't. you so wait, you've never seen a white pastor before? It, I, he ain't never been my pastor. I've seen several of them. He ain't never been my pastor. My pastor always been black dude. Always. Okay, okay, okay. So, so sound like we need to have another therapy session. So <laughs> I'm like, look, I'm willing to make this leap. But I need to go see the dude in person. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Wait a minute. Okay, wait. Look, I'm sitting here thinking you're talking about campus pastor. And no, I'm like, I'm like, no. you're talking about Stephen Furtick. I'm talking about Stephen Furtick. I don't know nothing about this dude. My wife listens to him all the time and she calls him a fiery preacher and he's all this. I don't know this dude. Right. I don't know nothing about him. I just know he's a white pastor with a big old <laughs> church with several campuses. Right? You know what I'm saying? I got trust issues. Clearly. All right. Yes, definitely. All right. So, like, yeah, man. Like, come on now. So, sure enough, man, I'm like, I got to go. I need to see this dude in person. I need to see what he about. Because I, I, I'm i a really good judge of character. And if I feel the phony, I'm out. We ain't going there. Okay? So, I go to the campus. And you know how elevation, man, the parking people are smiling around. You know what I'm saying? So I get there and come to find out that the lady who's in the parking that was going to walk us up to the door was from Orange County. Bro, that's two hours away from where I grew up. Yo, we can't folk. We Southern California can't folk. West side, all that, right? <laughs> cool. So I'm like, hey, man, like, like I'm, I'm excited to be here. I came to see the pastor. She was like, oh, man, the pastor's not here this week. What? I done drove all the way down here and the pastor ain't even here. So I'm salty. I'm salty, right? I'm like, I'm wasting time because my whole thing was to check out this dude who I don't know nothing about, right? She's like, nah, but the, the guest pastor, man, he's like really good. He heard about him, but I don't know his name. I'm like, all right, whatever. So Elevation goes through the thing. They do the praise and worship. And I'm like, all these songs suck. This does not sound like Donnie McClurkin. This does not sound like wow. Fred, Fred Hammond. This does not sound. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Dog, that's, how, that's how praise and worship was at my church or something. No, 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 yeah, well, yeah, no, I, I'm you piecing all I mean? of it together now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that's how I was. And I'm just, I'm, so, I'm at throwing all the salt, like all of it. You know what I mean? So then finally, they do the, the introduction of the pastor that's going to be there, right? And they're like, all the way from Houston, Texas, Keon Henderson. And I'm like, what? Bro, Keon Henderson is my pastor's brother in San Diego. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's one of those moments where you're just like, yeah, I'm salty, I'm salty, I hate this place. You know, I don't even know why I'm here. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. What did they just say? Bruh, wait a minute, bruh, wait a minute. Hold on. Bruh. Hold on, hold on. That's not who I think it is. Bro, Keon comes up. 
And I text my pastor back and said, I said, bro, your brother's here? He's like, oh, yeah, he's doing a guest minister. I was like, and I look up in the sky. In that moment, I said, I hear you loud and clear. This is where God wanted me to be. And he reassured me by showing me that I got family in, in here. Mm. Okay. But I'm not driving to Ballantyne no more. Because <laughs> that's too far. <laughs> right? So my wife was like, why don't we go back to that campus that we was at? That you see one. I'm like, all right, cool. So, sure enough, man, I was going and I was going and I was going. And then, you know, how Pastor Furtick does, man, they pushing e-groups like crazy, man. Like, it's, that's, it's that thing, right? Okay, but you know what? Though? Let's, let, let, hold on. Let's just, let's just revert back real yeah, quick. Yeah, just yeah, because yeah, yeah. I don't want anybody to get the thought that <laughs> let's just clear up a rumor that I don't want to get. I don't want anybody to get the thought that they can just roll up to Ballantyne and meet Pastor Stephen Furtick. No. Um, no, that's not how look, it Look here. Uh, so, um, <laughs> Pastor Stephen Furtick, he, he loves his congregation. Yes, yes, he does. But um, the way things have been set up mm -hmm. due to uh, the 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 80-20 rule, yeah, come which on. is 80% 80, 80 crazy people in the world, 20% same. He is no longer um, um, meeting guests right now nah, in that way. Nah, nah. Um, but you can catch him in the local grocery store, possibly, mm -hmm. or at the local gym, or pulling out of a parking lot. But um, yeah, so you you're not going, you yeah, because nah. yeah, no, nah, yeah, it don't just, it, it don't work that way. So I don't I, I don't want people thinking, nah. oh. So I just got to pull no, up and I can meet. No, 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 no. no, no. You, you can meet the campus pastor. Campus pastor. The sure. campus pastor. You can JJ absolutely. Is awesome. Hey, man. He would love to meet hey. you over there at Ballantyne. Come on now. And, 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 then, and then you got Pastor Chet That's over at university. university. He'd love to meet you. Hey, Matter of fact, he's not waiting for you to meet him. He's coming to meet you. Absolutely. He's definitely stepping yes, to sir. you. Yes, sir. And, and so, so, yeah, no. I just wanted to put that. I wanted to, I wanted to put that disclaimer out there. there for go. Everybody's like. So I just got to pull up there. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> nah, not at all. Not okay. At all. Continue. So, my bad. Yeah. So, nah. So, uh, you know, they be pushing the e-groups and everything like that. And they were like, you need to get in one and get connected. And mind you, those words that my mama told me is still ringing in my ear. Mm -hmm. Be the man that God yeah. wants you to be. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess I can go and, and join an e-group. And so... At the time, the uh, e-groups uh, director at uh, UC was, her name was Katie. And so um, I, my wife introduced me to Katie, and she's like, okay, so when, what e-group, what works best for you? And I was like, mm, Tuesday evenings. And I was like, is there any men group? She was like, no, but you can start one. Uh, I, what? Uh, what? Yeah. I can do what? Yeah. You can start one. I'm like, but yeah. that's not, that wasn't in the contract. I didn't ask for that. I, I just wanted to join one. She was like, no, nah, just start one. And I was like, but I don't know. I don't, what am I supposed to do? Oh, uh, the Lord will, will walk, walk you through it. <laughs> mm, ain't that funny how it keeps being a reverend? Be the man that God wants you to be. I got you. The Lord will help you. Man, listen to me. Right. It's crazy when he won't. Uh, it's funny how when when people are looking for God to speak the way he's spoken before, sometimes they missed it. He'll speak through other people. Other people and right. it's like, oh, okay, well, I missed that one. But no, go yeah, ahead. Go yeah, ahead. It's yeah, good. Yeah. I like this. It's me like that. And she's like, all right, yeah, you can name your group and everything. So what do you want the name of your group to be? And I'm like, the Kings of UC. Oh, I like that. I like that. Okay, Kings of UC. Okay, boom, boom. So now, 
my wife, mind you, when I was gone in Florida working for those two months, she had met a bunch of people around the Charlotte area in like Facebook groups because she needed community. Mm-hmm. So she did She did groundwork bro And she started meeting A bunch of married couples And this that and the other Right yeah, So yeah. she's meeting These married couples And sure enough man I started inviting All their husbands To the e-group So all these married women That she done met I just invited them The husbands to it So right. when I started out My e-group I had like 12 people What was we doing I was just finding stuff <laughs> right? Just pulling stuff out I of the air. I was stuff. just, you know, yeah, just finding yeah, stuff, yeah. lessons and stuff. But it was, it was dope stuff, you right? Know? It was finding stuff, and man, it just it 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 started out really really strong, and then it got down to about three people, and I was like, yo, um, I feel like hmm. God, this is what you want me to do, but it's not, it's not really grouping the way I wanted to group. And I think that um, at that moment, God was like, yeah, um, I just need you to understand that um, at this moment, I'm still working on you. And so this is for you. And don't worry about the people I'll bring them. Mm, okay that's deep all right that's deep so man i'm doing this stuff and mind you i told you now i'm gonna get back because i'm always gonna bring it back mm-hmm. i told you i was still talking to these to these some of the women on the side you know not mm. I, was, I wasn't having sex with them right but i'm still because i was used to the when i had a thing i would go to you know like safety whatever. net safety net so um, me and my wife are having this conversation and she's like, she's like, something's off with her. And I'm like, what's going on? She was like, I don't understand why you still in communication with these people. And mind you, I, I told you, I'm not lying to this woman no more. Right? right. That them days is over with. And I'm just like, yo, like, I don't understand. And she was like, you could come to me and talk to me about anything. And I'm just like, yo, like I, I'm just comfortable. I don't know. It's just like, whatever. She was like, you need to find a way to let him go. And at that moment, I was like, I haven't, as much work as I had done to get to a certain place, what I hadn't done is given my wife that 20% back. I still have my wife mm. on the 80-20 rule. Mm. So I had I had literally did the work Figured out the root cause, did the healing, but I did the healing of the 80%. I didn't do the 100% work. The 100% was letting them go and basically being like this woman across from me who could have left but hasn't left, who wants a relationship with me, I need to be able to give her all of my heart and trust that the work that we do together is going to be enough. Mm. That's just it. And so I worked to get her that 100%. And as I'm working to give her that 100%, you know what started happening? The group started growing again. And so as I'm slowly but surely letting go of all the things I'm making room for God to do his work. 
right? Mm. And so now the group is growing back again and again and again and again. And I'm like, yo, but I still got this thing, man. Because now I'm not talking to these women no more. Mm-hmm. I still got this itch, though. Mm-hmm. Like that, that the addiction is still mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And so I started getting into porn. And I'm getting into porn heavy. And I'm watching it all the time. And, 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 and I'm still going through the ups and downs of my job and this and that and the other. And, <laughs> man, God is funny. <laughs> Isn't he? He's funny. Oh, man. <laughs> and I think, I think some people like, like, what do you mean he's funny? You can't just say that. Man, listen to me. I can only imagine what you laughing yeah. at. But, man, he's got a sense of humor sometimes where you just be like, are you are you, are you a funny guy, yeah, huh? Yeah. You a comedian, huh? Now yeah. you a comedian. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he. This is so. What's funny is okay. So I'm at the job. I'm doing the work. I'm got this e group and it's growing. And at the job, they hadn't given like raises for like I heard I want to say like twenty years. So the top pay was the top pay. Mm-hmm. So. We got a new CEO. CEO comes in and he wants to um, come to our shop because our shop is the biggest money maker in the entire company. He comes and he brings all of the the CFO and all the everybody right with right. him, and he's like, "Yeah, so um, blah 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 blah," and because we value you. As employees and want to show you our commitment to you um, from now till you hit top pay every year, 8% raises. Excuse me? 8% raises until you hit top pay. It just so happens that top pay in the job was the money that I came over here making initially. So sure enough, January 1st, 8%. Mind you, remember, I took a $10 cut. Right. I was almost homeless during that portion. And when I tell you that story, you, it's going to floor you, by the way. It's, it's going <laughs> to floor hey, you. Wait, 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 no worries. We just, we just, we, we just, we just over by now. We, let's, let's, let's make it happen now. <laughs> but now I'm starting to get this pay. Uh-huh. So my money's getting back. And my group is growing. But I still got this this thing, right? right? Still got this thing, and I'm trying to to figure it out. And so I was like, I need to go to AA. But I have tools now, and there's things out there that can get me to where I need. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start another e group for porn addicts. I don't know if there's any here. But there's resources that I can use that can get me the tools that I need. And I said, God, I trust you. I don't have money because there's this um, thing called Soul Refiner online. And Soul Refiner, one of the things that they do is very specific to people with porn addiction. But it's like $50 a month. And I was like, I really ain't got $50 to be sparing. But God, I trust you to get the money somehow. And so I started my e-group and we were going to do the Soul Refiner series. Mm-hmm. And I had six people that first group and we just started doing the group and the group grew a little bit. And then something happened where I had one month of 
living money left. Now we stay in this apartment. This apartment place has um, a um, uh, like an attendant, breakfast attendant, so you can get breakfast in the morning, mm-hmm. right? And it's not you're not cooking anything really. It's just an attendant. They have a weekend attendant and a weekday attendant. The weekend attendant gets money off. The weekday attendant gets more money off their rent. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, some my wife's not working. Something comes up. And the weekend attendant says she's leaving and she wants my wife to be the the replacement so we can get some money off. Now we don't have to be homeless. But the weekday attendant has somebody else in mind. And so when it came down to it, the weekday attendant had more pull and the person that she wanted got that job. And I'm like, God, man, we're about to get kicked out of this apartment. We ain't got nowhere to go. We don't have no resources down here. The very next week, the weekday attendant announced that she was moving. And my wife slid into that job. She got $900 off the rent every month. What? Every month, bro. So now I ain't got to. God took that burden off of me. So now I can focus on my e-groups and getting back my relationship with him. Nice. Right? And I could I could do it, and I'm getting these eight percent raises every year, slowly but surely, right? Right. And and so I'm doing this e group, and I'm learning so much, and I'm, and now, bro, it's just, it's just amazing where we're at. the The men's e group has on and off about thirty thirty five men in it. We have nine leaders um, that are in the, that teach lessons inside the group. Um, we do Bible study for a reason, very specific to Bible study. And then on um, every Thursday, I do my porn addiction e-group, and we're just learning about the addiction and the, what God has to say about it and right. things of that nature. And it's just been amazing. And by the way, we've been in Charlotte since 2017. It's 2023. Right. We've become uh, marriage counselors, marriage coaches. Um, we do uh, individual coaching with uh, individuals, and my marriage has never been better. Mm. And I've actually been flown out to uh, San Diego to tell my story. Um, I've done a, a, a podcast where I've told my story. Um, man, it's my I just I share my testimony all the time, bro. And what the one thing that I'll say to people. Is that um, God is real. He just wants you to meet him halfway because he's already there. Mm -hmm. He's already put in his 50%. He's just waiting for you to do yours. Mm. And if you open the door, he'll, he'll, he'll find you, bro. And the things that he'll do along the way to get you where you need to get, it's just, man, it's, it's when you tell people, they're like, how did all of this happen? Right, because it logically doesn't make any sense. It's, it's, it's hard for people to fathom, like, yo, how 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 in the world? It's a God story, bro. My marriage still being my wife not leaving. That's a God story, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 me going through this this transition, me moving here and not getting like being homeless when they when I got all that money taken away from me. That's right. a God story, bro. Right, right. We're getting a house built right now, dude. 
We're getting the house built. Wow. <laughs> wow. Congrats on that, like, man. Like, man, it's all a God story, man. And it's just like my life is a testimony. And I'm as blunt as I'm being with you is as blunt as I'm with them dudes, man. But then I read the Bible every day and I have a better understanding of it now. Right. And so I can all those years of church that I had when I was three years old and when I was right, seven, right. it's all coming back. And now, man, it's just it's it's amazing. It's amazing where things are for me. It's amazing what my life is has been, and I'm I'll continue on every level to do this work, man. What's up with him? Because you you can't just say all that and not tell. So tell <laughs> men who may be listening because because yeah. most of your e groups are virtual. Yes, yes, they are. So tell men how they can join your e group, no matter where they where they are in the country. And you may have to break it down for them because I actually went on there today yeah. to, to to just to locate and, and just kind of like read up on all your e groups just yeah. because I remember when I initially saw it, but it was it was it took me going back to say okay, let me just. So so tell me how they can tap in with you. Well, if you go to um, Elevation, the just the regular website, regular website right? yep. they have the e-groups tab. So you right. click the e-groups tab, and then you can like do it on campus or you can do it online. But I'm associated with the UC campus. So you, ha- you have to choose uh, uh, university. university. Yep, university. You got to choose city. university to find his, his e-groups. Yeah, and then once you do that, just go to men's. Just type in men's. Yep. And then, boom, you'll see me there. Yep. I, you'll see yep. my name. You'll see my big old head, man. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> yep, there, yep, yep, you yep. can find me, bro. Yep. And, and, and that's, that's, that's accurate because I literally just <laughs> took those same exact steps today. And mm-hmm. I chose I chose university as the campus. I chose men uh, to be gender, gender specific. Yep, and yep. then sure enough when you go down the list you, I saw both of them kings of UC yep. and um there was uh uh the what was the other one called it's just the porn a uh, porn, porn addiction. addiction yeah okay, like 20, yeah. it's like the is the first lesson that we did was like the 20 things that you truths. need to know 20, 20 truths, truths. Yeah, yeah. there it is yep so that was I just didn't change the name of it okay it just sounded good you yeah know what I mean? no so no I no yeah it, I mean it definitely definitely was like hmm okay yeah. sounds very interesting yeah, yeah. so no, no no I you know for anybody who may be listening you know if 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 as I'm sure it's parts of this story, different parts, maybe certain <laughs> sort of resonate with your story. But if you're if you if you're experiencing any of that stuff, if you're currently dealing with any of those things where you're trying to still kind of like piece things together or fi- figure it out, there's nothing like having community yes. where you can go and you can sit with other men mm-hmm. who can say, yes, mm-hmm. I am struggling with this, but I don't want to struggle with it yes, anymore. Sir. Yes, and I sir. need the tools to be able to work through this. Yes, sir. Um, um, so, no, no, no. I, I definitely hope that my, my my community can tap in with yours, just especially in uh, as far as men looking for community, because that, that's what this is all about. Men looking for community. Mm-hmm. Men finding community mm-hmm. here in these stories. Mm-hmm. Men finding community here in, 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 in these, different, these different conversations. So, yeah, no, bro. I appreciate your vulnerability today because you, bro, you just gave me two hours of vulnerability, <laughs> and I think you've hit the record for like just really being able to share your story. And and it's funny how a lot of your story resonates with me. So I'm I'm pretty sure once we get off the air, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> going to like kind of like just be like, bro, okay, so like let's let I'm just curious. I got more questions. Yeah, yeah. But but no, no, no. I appreciate everybody like sitting in with us today, man. I appreciate you coming and sitting down with me again today, brother. Bro. This is truly a blessing. This this resonated with me on so many levels for people who know my story and they're like, yo, he that was whoa, that was <laughs> yeah. whoa, that too. And so that's that's I tell people that's normally how it is when when it comes to like men dealing with like their stories going yeah. through their stories and stuff like that so bro i appreciate you sitting with me today man thank you so much for your time my brother let me first of all man love your platform love it dude 
You know what I'm saying? This is an incredible place, man. And I'm glad that you're doing this work, man. And secondly, I'll say this to everybody, everybody. If you're dealing with something, mm. go get you some help, professional yeah. help. God put those people on the earth for a reason. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They get, he, get, he got those, those degrees for them for a reason. Right. Go seek help. Yeah, it's, it's okay, man. Yeah, because you ain't and, gonna be the first one, man. And 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 to even add to that, seek help out. Don't feel like you're you're stepping outside of your church or out of God's will to seek help Absolutely. from those professionals. Absolutely. Because like he just said, God put those professionals here for you to find help in them. So, yeah, no, I appreciate you saying that before we leave out because that that's so important because that was something I struggled with. So yeah. I'm glad you said that before we left out of here, man. But awesome. Hey, listen. If you guys, like I said, if you guys want to tap in with my brother Jamal, it's Jamal Stewart Cook. You yeah. can look him up on online. You can definitely uh, uh, check in. Uh, if you're looking interested in his e-groups, you know, you can definitely find him. And you don't even have to be here in the Charlotte area. Mm -mm. You can tap in with them from San Diego if you know him and you remember him <laughs> from San Diego. So, no, definitely tap in with what he's doing, man. What he's doing is a lot of great work. Like he, like, like, like he's living up to what his mother, mother asked him to do and what God wanted him to do, to be the man that God called him to be. That's it. So I'm so glad brother that you were able to be able to to understand what god was calling you into and step into that arena and 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 i'm i'm excited about like hearing more about your e-groups which we're going to talk about when we hit when we get off the air <laughs> yeah. but um but bro appreciate you thank you again my brother. Dude, man Real it's been talk, a pleasure man. Man. It, it's man. been a pleasure it's been a pleasure yeah yeah awesome well hey guys listen thank y'all so much for joining us we'll talk to you again on the next episode all right y'all be blessed